Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv forward slash roll together forward slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Adventure! <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Kraken's Kai. Thank you for joining us for an evening of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Ali and I will be your dungeon master tonight. We're thrilled to streaming at twitch.tv slash draw together RPG. This game will run for about three hours with a break in the middle. For those who are new to DD, everybody here plays fantasy character in a fantasy universe. The five players each have their own unique characters with cheats that tell them who they are, what they can do, the deepest secrets, the deepest desires, mm -hmm. and what dice to roll. They will be mostly rolling a 20 side dice to see if they succeed in, succeed in what they want to do. 20 is good, but one is hilariously better. So please yes. roll a lot of them. <laughs> Yes. And will they play uh, the characters? Everything else is in said fantasy universe is played by me. People, monsters, gods, who knows? Oh. Uh, you name it. Between me describing the war and story, the player describing what they want to do and some drives to roll, we will tell our story. Now, let me introduce my players. Actually, let them introduce themselves. I'm going to start clockwise, how I see it in my screen. So I'm going to start with V. Oh, oh you're oh, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, hi, I'm V. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. Um, that's, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> oh, why don't you tell us a little bit more? Like, what do you have for lunch today? Oh. Um, what did I have for lunch today? I had a Korean chicken wrap, and it was very, very good. And also a little... Little, they're called tiger balls. They're little uh, risotto balls with like a spicy sauce on top. They're very, very tasty. Nice. Delicious. Made me hungry again. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'll bring enough for the class next time. Amazing. And uh, next one is Josh. Uh, hello there. Uh, I'm Josh. I go by he, him. That's about it. I had uh, some form of chicken sandwich for lunch, I think. I can't quite remember. It was... It was a long time ago for me. <laughs> Thank you. And next one is David. Hello, I am David Shears. Uh, pronouns he, him. Uh, I'm a professional voice actor, so if you like the sound of my voice today and want to hear more of it, get yourself over to audible.com and put in David Shears. We're not sponsored by them, but I am. <laughs> uh, did you have any lunch? Uh, I did. I was keeping the theme out of chicken uh, palm. Uh, sandwich. It was very nice. A little toasted ciabatta business going on. Uh, next one is Ed. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Ed. I use he, him pronouns. Um, uh, for lunch today, I had um, lots of bread and cheese, including some stuff that uh, a friend of mine went all the way to a cheesemonger uh, to get. It is the strongest smelling cheese I have ever, ever smelled, but it was delicious. We all love a smellicious. <laughs> Last but not yes. least, Liz. Hi. Hi, I'm Liz. I used they, them. For lunch, I, I was a bit fancy today. I was fancy and I did some cooking because I thought, you know what, I'm going to take an hour for my lunch break. So I, uh, I had some sea bass in the fridge, which was well due to go off in like a day. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to have sea bass for lunch. So I did. I had two and I enjoyed myself. The house smells 
<laughs> but I had a great lunch, so hey. Thank you. Uh, welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. And with that, we're going to have a word of our sponsors. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. HeroForge are fantastic, so do check out the Pro Membership where you can get premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at HeroForge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of UltraPro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com, and just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials, it's all great stuff, you should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We are also supported by Warriors of Waterdeep. Take your team of warriors on a quest spanning the Forgotten Realms, all on your mobile. Power up your teams with items, work with your guild to defeat hordes of enemies, and test your metal in the arena. And to make all of that work, you need gems! As we frequently say, the hunt for gems is real. Pop exclamation mark wow gems into chat for a link to collect free gems and get yourself that nice sword you've been looking at or revive your heroes against a deadly foe. Download link exclamation mark warriors of Waterdeep in chat. We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons & Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. 
check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign, and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying. You're a DM. You've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and our exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. in mainland Europe, and 2 a.m. Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for three hours and on fridays we run our talk show talk together for one hour our ttrpg streams can be one shots four six eight or 12 weeks long you can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash roll together rpg slash schedule we are roll together rpg on all socials so find us on twitter instagram facebook and even tiktok Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat. Help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan Discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. Um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favorite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players with, who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters in our games. The DM and the players may portray characters that are different to the gender they own. We aim to avoid misgendering, but we acknowledge that it does happen and have a company policy in place for correcting people in pronouns. If we miss any instance of misgendering, we are open to being corrected. Please let us know in chat if one has been missed. Uh, as well, you can check out our uh, safety tool with exclamation mark safety in chat for content warning and some of the safety tools that we use from uh, TTRPG safety tool kit. And now let us begin. Welcome to my little world. This is a high technology, low magic world where only humans live. The year is 312 after the discovery. The Edcast empire flourishes with the grace of a lily and the strength of an oak. Air commerce is crucial for the economy of the empire. Firstly, because of the dangerous jungle and scorching deserts that confine the main city. Secondly, because of the emperor's acquired taste to fresh fish. We all love fresh fish. We do. 
In the last decade, air piracy has increased significantly, leading to the emergence of public and private security services. For instance, the Gilded Jaguar is a rescue airship well known for the unorthodox methods of its crew. You, as part of the Gilded Jaguar crew, have been unofficially hired to investigate and, if possible, to recover the cargo of a ship that went radio, sailing, radio silence uh, weeks ago in the Fort Southern sector. Here is where our adventure begins. We are in the air decks, air docks of the city, and you can see like a very technological metallic structure that um, ties down few ships, maybe like uh, three or four. And in the very last uh, platform, there is a beautiful but small uh, airship. This is made of beautiful mahogany. Oh. The nails and rivets are golden and silver, and there is beautiful filigree of green metals. As the camera pans over, we can see on top of the highest mast on the crown's nest, a figure. Ed, could you please tell us who is in the nest crown? So, <clears throat> the character uh, I will be playing, who is uh, definitely spends all their time uh, they use they them pronouns. Uh, they spend all of their time up in the crow's nest. Um, the, if if you remember the scene from um, uh, Forrest Gump, where uh, Lieutenant Dan is uh, in the top of the ship in the storm, going, "Come on, come on!" Oh no! <laughs> there's, a, there's a similarity. Um, there's a similarity to that. Uh, hang on, where's my notes? So yes, um, uh, Vavasor Blue, uh, who is my character, is. Um, uh, a human, a born a slave in a slave camp, uh, moved around through being traded, uh, was taken in by a family who treated uh, who treated them better than anyone else had, um, uh, though still not very well. Um, the patriarch of this family died, and they wished to create a living monument to the patriarch, uh, but none of his actual family wished to get the soul tattoo. So the um, uh, Vavasor was put forward and was keen on the idea, although he had no real choice or idea what was going on. And basically, uh, so his his uh, their skin is uh, alabaster, um, but there is a black um, tattoo over it which uh, moves, like Rorschach in um, Watchmen, if you see what I mean. So the, the they can appear entirely black with like white filigreed lines, or they can uh, appear entirely white. Um, with black filigree lines, and that is their. Um, it just depends on what mood, what they see. Uh, that's that's what they're like. There's no hair. The the eyes are just completely black, um, and they are this sort of figure. They don't. Uh, they've got a very big um, shield, which is uh, a, a white dragon scale, if you see what I mean, or whatever the equivalent is. It would be like a, um, a just a massive beasts thing and that's that's what they're looking at so they have the they have, when the sun's out which i don't know if it is at the moment but they wear the shield over their head to stop them being well oh, cool that is that kind of idea so they're probably squatting in the in the in the crow's nest looking around very carefully um with the probably there is a little shadow on top of you so you don't have to be all this so yes just okay but it's that kind of rain and sun yeah of exactly um the camera now goes all the way down to the sort of basement of the ship, and there is a small room, but full of utensils. This is a kitchen, and here we will find coolies. 
well, here, Ali, we will find uh, Jestoon Travar. Uh, Jestoon um, may or may not have been a stowaway at some point during his <laughs> career upon this ship and has since uh, been promoted to cook um, with this promotion. Uh, he's not that great at cooking, not going to lie, but he certainly <laughs> tries. You know, he's got... He's got his equipment always on him. There's always a frying pan to his hip, always a ladle in place as well. But the weapon of choice he tends to use is a pistol, and that's the the weapon he tends to use to get the food. Unfortunately, things like seagulls flying in the air, they tend to drop away, and he's unable to actually get any meat for the food. So we end up with a lot of liquid lunches. Um, So he he wears uh, a chef's apron, but it's very dark. We don't know. We, we don't know if it is if it's dirt. We don't know if it is something else entirely. But it's certainly not white. Um, about his shoulders, there's kind of like a a kind of punky denim little cheeky number with like a kind of a high collar. Um, it may or may not be a cloak of protection, just be flavoured. <laughs> and uh, he is so ginger, it's unreal. He has this big ginger uh, mohawk that kind of descends down, uh, almost down his back, um, and a handlebar moustache. And always, he's always seen with his cigar. And if it's quite dark down here, underneath, um, in the sort of bottom of the ship, you would just see the light from his cigar light up his face as he's maybe frying something in his pan. Awesome. Love it, love it. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, the camera starts moving up to maybe like a small set of steps and we get to the middle deck where we find all the artillery, some force ballistas and maybe small cannon. And here we find another figure, the could you please? Absolutely. Uh, Guinevere is uh, relatively small for a gunnery officer, uh, but she's actually quite good at it. She's very, very quick. Um, She always wears dark clothes, so it can actually be kind of hard to see her when she's moving about, uh, especially when trying to grab ammunition to load into the cannons, things like that, or or anything. Um, She also has dark black hair, so that doesn't really help things at all. Um, But uh, the the couple things that always give her away, she has very pale skin and very light blue eyes, so you shine a flashlight in that direction and it kind of just reflects off of her. That's pretty, I mean, it's it's, it's the closest thing to like a high-vis vest, except it's just her face. but uh, yeah, she she's actually close friends with uh, one of the, one of the crew members on the ship, uh, Jax, uh, who we'll meet mm. soon. Um, but uh, she she was a street urchin uh, for a while, uh, jumping from ship to ship, doing odd jobs here and there, before eventually finding Jax and then kind of just sticking to him like glue. Um, <laughs> and then uh, eventually, when when he found his way on the ship, uh, so did Gwen. Thank you. Um, the camera is still going up. Now we are in the main deck. And yes, we see uh, Wen's friend, who I would allow me to say, um, they have a little bit of um, rough friendship with another member of the crew. They are always arguing who is actually the first officer of the ship. Probably not one of them is, but yeah. Uh, but then I will let Josh uh, introduce uh, his character first. You see Jax Cinder, a uh, six foot tall human man with big, 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 bushy black beard, shaved side bit of his head with like a mohawk going down with like a top knot with some strange, almost like a straw tied into it to keep it 
nice and tight, wearing a brown, long brown cloak with various different patches of armor. It looks like he's got some new bits, some old bits, some really old rusted pieces, massive great sword on his back, carries that thing around with him everywhere. It's got cracks in the in the blade. It looks like it's been patched up and sewn back together. It's got rivets and there's been a lot of work that's been done to the blade over the years. And like Gwen said, he too was an urchin jumping from ship to ship. The funny story about how they met was they both jumped onto the same ship at the same time and headbutted each other. That's how they met. And they seem to have just been with each other since then. How he became you first? You don't. You don't have to tell that. You can oh. just. You, it could be a little more eloquent. I think it's better that we tell it like that. That was that was how it happened. Hundred percent. And he's still looking around, being first officer of this ship. First officer of the ship, still looking slightly confused, because he only got this position because he had one good idea one time, and it just got him to the rank and now he doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, really close, thank you very much. Really close to Jax, we find the second first officer of the ship. David, please. Well, the second officer. Uh, formerly a, a scion of a noble house um, of Edgington, uh, Quentin fell foul. Quentin uh, fell foul of uh, political machinations in falling in love with the wrong woman who was betrothed to another. What happened there? Well, one can but guess. Um, <laughs> a promising career in the military was cut short and he had to flee. Um, he will not become Lord Edgington, very tragic. Um, finding himself in need of employment with a, a military cast to his character, he signed on to uh, to the ship uh, with a, with essentially a view to do whatever was needed, looking for some sort of purpose in life. He still wears the faded tabard of his house, uh, the claret and blue with the crossed hammers, um, the house of Edgington, which he will not forget and lives long in his heart. But something of a, a loner, except when he has the opportunity to play his lute. There is a scar across his eye, which gives him the expression of a mocking um, kind of uh, characterization of, of not believing what he's been told, except when he smiles, which he does on rare occasions when he has the opportunity to uh, socialize with the crew and is very much a fan of the cuisine on board the ship, uh, but remains somehow active and fit. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you very much, everyone. So yes, they is, that is the crew of the um, Gilded Jaguar. And we still have other two members. We have our uh, medic, who is Rosalind, and our captain. Our captain name is something that I, of course, know off the top of my mind. Josephine Dawson, the White Whale. Josephine yeah. is a standard, it's not a cleric, it's just a nurse. Uh, she had like a basic um, training, uh, always in white, impeccable. Um, she might know a little bit of prestidigitation because she's always cleaning uh, the uniform. Uh, the ones that have ever had an accident or something, do you know that she can only cleanse your wound? You will have to put yourself <laughs> that's all. Like, that's all. Okay. Like, keeping it clean and out of infection, right? Which it's a lot, right? Yeah. Um, the captain, on the other hand, is a woman, a Goliath, Goliath with um, olive skin 
and beautiful albino um, hair. She doesn't have uh, curly hair, but she curls, curls every day. Mm. Uh, she is quite um, lazy. So the first and the other first officer are always taking care of the ship. I, I honestly don't know how you're still uh, in business with this, uh, with this group, but still you are. Mm -hmm. And you have, um, yeah, so you, uh, you are on the decks and the decks have a set of cables that goes to some part of the ship, who knows where, but those cables are charging the ship. And there is a couple of lights all around through the, uh, to the platform. Um, and there is a lot of noise, but there is a big speaker in, on, in some parts of, of, of the whole deck. And there is like an alarm, but nothing to worry about. It's just like the sign to, or the signal to, uh, to let people know that a ship is going to take off. In this case, it's yours. And you know the uh, deck master and they know that you love Moose. Moose is a band of three, three individuals and they use antles uh, as a costume. And they have a song called uh, Unnatural Selection. And to the rhythm of Unnatural Selection, you start, uh, the lights on the deck start going red, yellow, green, and the ship takes off. Uh, Nothing really happens during the first days. Uh, uh, at some point, you've been traveling for a couple of weeks without much trouble. Uh, the first week, you moor in the last settlement, or uh, the closest settlement, the last closest settlement to the city. It's yeah. called Lands End Town. You refill your power sources. Uh, I mean, who knows how you did, but you did. <laughs> Probably you 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 uh, outsource that. Uh, to some of the local people, and <laughs> so you sought advice uh, from the weather tellers. Uh, they told you that the monsoon is coming, so just watch out for um, for a really, really wet uh, period of time. Uh, in the second week, you fought a cast of quotes, and unfortunately, the medic died. So it's fine. I mean, things like this happen probably. Rosalind wasn't the first medic that you have lost in a couple of, in, in a while. Was it Jestun's fault, Ali? Did Jestun poison the medic? Uh, By cooking? What are we talking about? Not cooking? intentionally. Yeah. So she was food poisoned. Mm -hmm. So that because of that, mm, things got slippery during it's battle. Not the first and, time it's happened, well, that's fine. That's okay. Quentin, Quentin was sorry to see them die, but actually owed quite a lot in gambling debts. So <laughs> slightly uh, ambivalent about the whole thing. Um, I imagine you actually went through her possessions before disposing the body in the um, proper rituals. Um, probably you found a loaded uh, die set and a couple of gold pieces. So nice. Oh, <laughs> she was. See, this is out. this is why I play cards. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, there was always something a little fishy about her. So now, hmm. Let's see. Looks like she wasn't as clean as we thought she was. No. No. Always had my suspicions. <laughs> With that, um, this is the third week. 
you have lost communication with Land's End, and the journey starts taking its toll on you. The air is rare, and you can barely hear each other or the engines of the ship. Finally, Vavasor, you mm. can see something in the horizon. You have been given the right description of the ship you're looking for. This is a huge cargo ship and is not moving at all. It actually seems a little bit tilt. Okay. Interesting. Um, you tell that to your comrades and mm. the ship starts, well, the captain gives the order to slow. Actually, the captain starts slowing. I mean, because nobody else would be yeah. gonna do it. Uh, the, the ship's going to uh, slowly approach to it. We are probably 100, 120 feet away. Cool. What would you do? So first thing, so uh, Vavasor will have called down to, to, to say that that's where the ship is and guided the ship towards uh, the other one. But then as soon as we get to within 120 feet, um, they're going to leap and uh, I'm assuming there's there's rigging, is there? Yes, like, there is sails. There is three, like, right, right. Yeah. So, so that's not what's that's not what's used, but they're still there, which is awesome. Um, so uh, Vavasor is going to leap onto one of the uh, of the ropes and slide down to where the um, the captain is on on deck, and come up to the captain. And goes, can I go on first? Can I go on first? Can I go on first? Please, please, it's so much fun, so much fun. Uh... She, they are always smoking. Nice. <laughs> we just lost the medic. I don't want to lose you. What, what was your name again? Vavasor. Vavasor Blue. Vavasor, don't die. No. And if you do, can I have your possessions? Of course. But no, I am, I am, I am, I'm the, I'm the early warning system. I can go and find out what it is, but then I escape. I am better at escaping than anyone else. She uh, blows the um, smoke on your face and she uh, casts guidance on you. And you're free to do. Sweet. So, um, uh, once we get within... Oh, hang on, what's my jumping? How far can, how far can one jump when one's a human? Uh, your strength plus uh, times 15. Times 15? I, I don't think that's going to work. Uh, hang on. Oh, mm. yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, I don't have any jumping speed. So, what did you say? So, this is, uh, um, did, did, wait a minute. Uh, did, uh, probably give you the carriage rather than the jump. Um, you can jump well, a distance equal to your strength score, provided you have a number, that, a run up of at least 10 foot. So, whatever your strength score is, is what you can jump. I can jump five feet. <laughs> You might as well walk Ed. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is, let's try and swing over if we're going to do this, because I'm hoping we're right. Acrobatic, because I'm I'm slightly better at that. So this is a small ship. So probably the highest that you could go is like a thirty feet mast. Mm. So if you hang in a twenty-five rope, you could sort of. Swing, yeah, that's what. So that's what I'm. That's what I'll attempt to do. Is yes, exactly. From basically from the crow's nest, I will. I will have a rope attached. Yeah. That then hopefully I can swing across with and just drop down. So probably you could actually use like a swing effect, mm. uh, propel yourself. Yes. Um, probably when we are 
about 50 feet, that would be possible. Right. So, yes, yeah, so I would say to the captain, I need 50 feet. Once we get within 50 feet of it, I can go on, I can explore, and I will tell you what, 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 what what's happened. Right. Um, and on the lower decks, uh, some sort of alert will have been given to in the kitchen and in the um, artillery room. Um, would you would you have gone up? Yeah, uh, yeah probably. I mean, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you know, I mean, it, you know, it depends on. I've got stuff cooking. You know, I can't just I can't just leave that. Yeah, because it is it's gonna it's gonna boil over in it. I might kill someone else. <laughs> It definitely wouldn't want to leave an open fire on a ship. Um, yeah, you know, it's health and safety at the end of the day, yes. isn't it? You know, I mean, I can switch it off so, and I'll begin grumpily switching off. Um, Gwen. What is the actual state of it? Is it 50% cooked? Oh. It's still raw, medium rare. So, so the hob, the hob, whatever it is, is on, but the pan is not on the hob. <laughs> so you have anything that might go bad in the kitchen? Uh, I think there's currently a lot of things that already have gone bad. <laughs> that was the problem. Yes. That was the reason why the nurse died. Got you. As you leave the room, a couple of rats go out and start helping themselves, living because it's so bad that they are not going to eat this. <laughs> uh, on your way uh, up, in the middle deck, you find um, when. All right, Gwen, darling. How, what? Go on. What's what's happening? I, I'm from from what I could hear. I, I mean, and I kind of like gesture through one of the open windows. You know, just the ship. Uh, oh, you can you? Did you did you stuff something in your pockets before you came it, up? People keep asking me that question, but I don't know why. <laughs> no. Oh, it's okay. just my wallet. Uh, I mean, I'll start emptying my pockets. There's all sorts of. There's like a moldy, a moldy pear. Um, there's like Gold pocket bit. lint. Yes, uh, a, a bone from a seagull. I, I don't know what it is, but you know, I can keep searching if you, if that's something that you want me to do. Um. Well, I mean, I I'd prefer you not, and I'll I'll pick them up. Because <laughs> because oh. he's just dropped them on my yeah. floor, uh, I will just I'll pick them up and I'll I I would rather you not leave them here. I'll put um, them back in. Then. That's fine. I, no, I'll, no, no, I'll put no, them back in. No, it's fine. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. I'll I'll take it. Uh, but oh. we should um we, we should we yeah. should probably uh get get ready to go right because I I don't think we want Vavasor to go by himself. No, themselves. No, I don't think they will fare very well on their own. Um. It's good that they've got the cook with them. Uh, and also yourself, Gwen. Uh, come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah. To uh, walk uh, up to the main deck, you see Vavasaur being Vavasaur, just ready to jump. We're getting close to that point. And we also see uh, Jax and... Uh, is it Quentin or... Yeah, Quentin, right? I thought it was Kantan, no. like the French one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm suddenly a French aristocrat. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cantan and Jax. Um, I guess you enjoy seeing Vavasar um, doing what they do rather than trying to stop them, right? Are you making a bet, maybe? That, that, would, do, that oh, would be something you usually do. 100%. I'm stood right as, as Gwen and Jeston approach, I'm stood shoulder to shoulder with Quinton and I'm just going, um, how much do you reckon we're going to have to throw a rope over to catch him, to catch them? 
I'm gonna bet you five gold. Five gold that we do or five gold that we don't? <laughs> either way, I don't know. Either way, I'll just nick it out of your pocket once we're done. <laughs> uh, since you are quite new to this uh, gambling lark, but um, perhaps uh, on the off chance that they won't make this ridiculous leap, um, we should uh, prepare the grapnels or something of that nature. Oh, I guess I, I suppose that, that's a sensible Sir. thing to do. Can you smell something? <laughs> oh, I'll be oh. fine. Stop betting on me. Reminds me of um. Uh, sorry, Vavis, sir. We are betting on your magnificence and whether you will do one or two somersaults. Oh, two, 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 two. Twenty gold. Is everything all right, Vavis? You, you you look a little bit on edge. No, no, absolutely fine. I've had quite a lot of coffee this morning, so oh. I, I think it's even better. Oh That's, Jesus! Uh, did did Justine make the coffee for you? No. Oh, uh, whose coffee are you drinking? My coffee. What? Is it actually coffee? <laughs> I call it coffee. I think it's more like crack, but nevertheless. Sure. Uh, yeah, that, I that, imagine that, that makes sense. Yeah. They are drinking. So there's been always a cup near the uh, steering wheel that uh, fills with rainwater and where the captain always put the ashes <laughs> of the cigarette. Who knows what is in the cigarette, but yeah. uh, Vavasar calls it coffee. So Perfect. That's exactly right. Um, who knows, That's right? disgusting. <laughs> you get close enough to do your, um, uh, your jump. Yep, my swing. Cool. First um, roll of the night. Could you please make me yeah. acrobatics? Please. Um, okay, so the, the thing is, the difference between my um, uh, acrobatic score and my athletic score is 14. Oh, crap. So I needed to be acrobatics quite badly. <laughs> okay. We're just going to let this happen, huh? Oh, yeah. Just, you know, just let, let them do what they're going to do. Uh, they have a, we have a bit on it. It's fine. 26. <laughs> uh, please describe me. How did you leap into the air and land three points here poles yeah exactly so uh starting off in the crow's nest because the the rope is sort of tied around like that and i'm going to leap out backwards if you see what i mean so i get the swing exactly so it comes out and around and then up again which is when i let go of the rope do the two somersaults because i think with 26 i can mm -hmm. and then land and then turn around just looking very pointedly at the two people who are betting on me <laughs> as you land on the ship uh it's a little tilted you don't trip but it's a little bit like oh my god what is this i've never been in that such position well maybe you have but um you see no one uh the ship continues it's maybe now 20 feet uh close but you land and there is no one like the, the, is there any evidence that anyone do you see what I mean? Like, is is there is there a cup? Is there a is there some rope, or is it just empty? Uh, you can see uh, random items left yes. around, but just like nobody has done the cleaning in a while. Not like somebody, right. everybody tossed their items. It's just random stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't look like it's been sort of uh, stripped bare, but just that there are no people here. That's the yeah yeah. I got you. Okay. So. Um, first thing to do first thing to do would be to go over and then sort of poke with their foot like a couple of the items and give it a sort of eh, to, to make it sort of 
like um you know it's not just it's not just touching it it's like giving it a kick and seeing if anything comes out of it seeing if do you see yeah. what i mean uh you kick um a, a rope yes a knife and probably a barrel mm. nothing happens they just roll all the way and as it is tilted or, mm -hmm. or they they go to one side yeah got you i can't see okay also um hopefully for the second roll of the day i'd like to make a um a perception roll but i want to look at like the the entrances and exits of yeah. like from the deck so i don't want to go over to them yet but i want to do a perception roll on them first to see like have they been broken open have they been uh, are they shut that kind of stuff so uh i will repeat this when we got into fight not that we are going into fight no 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 no, no. <laughs> Of course not. But no, yes. of course so, not. Uh, this is a huge cargo ship. You mm -hmm. are on the main deck. Uh, you landed as well. So you're on the front yes. of the ship and you uh, you can see those items. And then uh, there is three masts. The middle one is the biggest one. It goes probably 50, 60 feet height. Um, in the middle or next to it, there is a hatch, um, hatch door. It has the classic uh, grid door yeah, that we yeah, all see yeah, yeah. pirate movies. Yeah. Uh, the end of this deck, you can see uh, the massive steering wheel, nothing around it. The sails, uh, they seem that somebody put them down or maybe because it has been abandoned for a while, they are just, uh, they yeah. were torn down. So yeah, yeah. hard to say if they are properly taken down or just because of nature, right? Mm. Um, you don't see signs of any struggle at mm. all. Mm -hmm. um, you see as well a couple of... You have been friends with Jetson for yes. a while, yes. and you know how rotten food looks like. There is a couple of barrels that are leaking that you'll say, Apples, maybe limes. Who knows? Oh, yeah, Whatever yeah. was inside is leaking already. So it's been a couple of weeks since anything. Anything yeah. has happened here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Justun. Yeah, I mate. Some, I think there's some fruit for you here. Oh, bring it over. Cause it's been a while since we've had some fruit in it. You know, we're we're all getting a touch of the old scurvy. So yeah, bring it over. And so I am literally going to, I don't know how big the barrel is, but I want to pick up one oh, no. and basically throw it at, <laughs> throw it across the, across the thing towards uh, Yestun. Ed, we are the two least strong people here and I'm <laughs> down for this. I know. Could you please make me a dexterity check? You want oh, to you make a wonderful, wonderful. So, uh, Vavasaur, a uh, strength check. Oh, damn it. To throw it. <laughs> and Yestun, dexterity check to catch it. Okay. Desperately trying to make a bet with Jax here. <laughs> I think it's going to go all over them. Take that. It, well, it wasn't a good throw, and I've got minus three, so it's a three. I got 24 with a natural 20, so... <laughs> Beautiful. I'm just so, going to run through, I guess. <laughs> you are just expecting, just... If mm -hmm. this would have been successful on the other side, it would have been an amazing catch. <laughs> So, <laughs> so maybe, uh, ma so maybe I get all the fruit, but then all the liquid comes and just drenches me <laughs> or something. Let's go with that. I love yes, that. That's perfect. Know. Yes, uh, you clearly are used to this. So, please. Oh, it's, been, it's 
Been a while since I've had a wash. Thank you, Vavasaur. <laughs> at least that at least that smell's gone now. Although it's replaced with a different smell. <laughs> it's it's not gone. Do I need to By pay you, Quinton, or do you pay me? I'm not sure how this works. Well, um, I would say I won the uh, bet about the jumping, and uh, you won the bet about it going everywhere. So um, for now, we are even. Quinton, oh. can you smell anything? Because I, I, I swear down, there is no smell. No, I have the anosmia, so it's good that I'm serving oh. on this ship. Oh, great. Yeah, nice. Uh, at this point, both of the ships are sort of uh, next to each other, just at the tip, so they can they, they can put like a plank for everybody just to cross. Um, as the ship stops, you can hear a loud, uh, a door loudly shutting. You know that the captain, when you're on a mission, they just close the door. It's for safety. They're safety. Like, I don't want to know what they are going to do as long as they do it and we go back and I get paid. Yeah. What a strange relationship we have with our captain. I I trust them implicitly, though. Um, So, Vavasor is going to get out there. They have a... Oh, where is it? Um, They have a, uh, a automatic pistol of warning. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be uh, brought out. Nice, nice, nice. And um, so, uh, yes, while the weapon is on my, while the weapon is in Vavasaur's uh, hand, um, yes, if if I or any of my companions within thirty feet of me, uh, they can't be, we can't be surprised, except when incapacitated. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Be aware, people. This is good, but I, that means I still want uh, Vavasor still wants to uh, be the lead in this party, as in like the investigator. Your fruit is oozing, and your weapon is oozy. <laughs> <laughs> good. DM, I just have a question: Is it light currently? Uh, it's very cloudy. So remember that the monsoon is coming, so it's all oh, yeah. clouds. Yeah, it hasn't started raining, but they said it's coming. Okay. Yeah. Quentin squares his shoulders, standing up to his full six feet, and sweeps back the shoulder-length white hair um, with a side to a side nod to uh, Jax. Is uh, perhaps we should tie the butts together. That uh, sounds good. If, do you want to take the, the the rear end, and I'll take the front end, and we'll just tie it off. Mais oui, mon capitaine. Um, just grab a grapnel and swing it and try and hook the boats together uh, as is uh, military tactics yeah traditional <laughs> as is tradition uh, you're paladin right are you a strength based paladin yeah so I guess it's enough just to to do the to do the knot and um, yeah they are if not fused they are mm-hmm. really well tied together I just um, at this point Vavasor with um shield out and uh, pistol raised uh, it's going to go over to the main um the, the grid uh, the grid door in the center of the in the center of the deck by the big mast yes um and trying to be as stealthy as possible um, hold on we... hold on i'm going to just pass without a trace for all of us oh nice yes, so you each get plus 10 to your stealth rolls yes nice 
Okay, that's hilarious. Please, can I make a stealth roll? Just because I'd like to. I mean, it's going to be like 41, right? (laughs) Well, let's see. Um, uh, For the audience, we are playing uh, level 11, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, no, this is good. In which I'd just like to take a stealth roll anyway, even if it's not actually going to help anything, because... Wow, yeah, 35. With a 35, not even you know you're there. <laughs> so, I'm invisible to myself. Yes, it, it's going to be an introspective uh, journey for you. What am I? What am I doing here? Um, what is life? Yes, exactly. So, what kind of... Um, Shoes are you wearing? Uh, none. That is why your um, your feet just mm. silence any noise that you could possibly do, which is not much. Mm. And you approach to this uh, hatch door. Yeah, it's really dark uh, down there, but you can see some figures at the end. They seems like to they seem to be um, afraid of something. They are just covering just. Yeah, uh, hiding in the corner sort of yeah. thing. Uh, with your passive perception, you also see that um, underneath the, uh, in the same level, underneath the steering wheel, there is um, a light inside the captain's um, cabin. Right. R- oh, okay. So I can see some figures, but I can't tell what they are. Yes. So <laughs> how many of them are there? And you cannot really say, right. tell, because they are really, these are really long ships, about a hundred feet. No, yes. second, um, 50 feet. Oh, so okay. they are on the end of the, of the deck, of the lower deck. So it's yeah. hard to say. Okay, so what so what I'm going to do is turn around and to somebody who we've done this, because we, we've, we're a, a crew that's worked together for quite a long time. I imagine that Vavasaur has their own, um, like sign language, which no one really understands, but it's kind of like... <laughs> it yeah. seems like the Macarena at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It evolved to an actual uh, tactic. Um, yeah. But it, it's a, what I'm trying to explain is there's, there's loads of figures down there, but I can't exactly see who they are. I think what everyone gets is something's going on. I'm just going to kind of motion over to, to the rest and just say, oh, they're getting the ends out again, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> I've no idea what the heck they're on about. It's like they someone have... maiming, juggling. Uh... Yeah, oh, maybe they're They must have had time. some of your fermented fruit earlier. Maybe, maybe they're feeling excited. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to wave back. Uh, I finish tying off the, the rear end of the ship and then I hop over. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, no, just so pulling, rear... pulling me boots on. <laughs> Heavy boots. So if the rear is in the front and the front is in the rear, Jax would be yes. in the front of the other ship mm-hmm. and Kantan would be close because they don't have the same length, closer to the steering wheel. So mm-hmm. uh, Kantan would see more of uh, what Vavasor uh, is trying to say. Um, yeah, so Jax jumps uh, near the front of the cargo ship. Mm. So, uh, having tried to indicate to them what's going on, Vavasor is now going to. Um, can I can I enter the that the space where the figures are? As in, can I get through to the lower deck? Uh, you would need somebody to help you to open the hatch. Ah, uh, okay. 
and Van. Yes. Uh, I would. Um, I'd be looking to just hold up a, a hand to steady uh, Vavasaur for a for a second or two while I make my way over, um, specifically to help. Yeah, indicate furiously at you to come over. Yeah. Um, Do you need me to try and stealth? Because that ain't going to be pretty. Yes, please. You get plus 10. Yeah, still ain't. I believe. So I'm um, guessing that is a full plate, so you have disadvantage. Yep. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, clangy, clangy, that's a 16. 16. Oh, bad. Um, you jump, and there is a huge loud noise uh, from the all the parts of your um, armor. I, everybody is surprised that nothing happens. So, <gasps> yes. So it's like, usually when that happens, that's the sign for the enemy to attack you. But now, no attacks so far. And gesture to the, the other two still on the uh, the, the ship to um, to join. I can't currently see uh, Jax, but I just want to do a quick divine, divine sense before Bavasaur goes in. Nice. To see if I can sense any um, celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. Mm-hmm. You don't detect anything, but that's also like, it gives you it doesn't give you the sense of there is nothing. It gives you the sense of nothing is here. If that makes sense, like yeah, there's an the absence, absence of, of and there's an absence even of the echo of nothing being there. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, so we just literally. Mm, okay. Something about this feels weird, Monami. And uh, just 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 before we just before we go underneath, yeah, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna hand you out a carrot each. Now this is a material component for the spell dark vision. So you've got to eat it, yeah? You've got to eat the whole thing. And what it means is you can see in the dark. Brilliant. Just in case, because you never know. I, I just realized you don't need to give that to me. I've got eyes of night. Oh which I just realized that means I have dark vision with a range of three hundred feet. Oh amazing. Uh, I have mm. devil devil sight, but I'm happy for carrots to be handled. <laughs> carrots all round. Fine. <laughs> uh, I love to see that my players were so prepared to fog my campaign. <laughs> uh, I'm going to eat the carrots as I as I hop over. I'll take the carrot and I begin eating it. Look away and see there's a maggot inside. Oh it. yeah, just, just pick that one out. Yeah, you don't just have to keep it that. away and then just carry on eating. Yeah. And protein. I think I'm going to use. I think I'm going to use my prime evil awareness. I spend one of my ranger spell slots, and for one minute, uh, I can sense whether the following types of creatures are present within one mile of me, and that is aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. The feature doesn't work. It doesn't reveal the creature's location or their number. Just tells me if they're within a mile. Yeah. How far did you say? One mile. One mile. as you open your senses to what is going on around you, you sort of turn down expecting to see something coming from the hatch. There's nothing. But then you feel... So, maggots, you have been into the kitchen, and from time to time, why? I don't know, but a maggot falls from the ceiling. (laughs) And the same sensation, but probably if the maggot could be like huge. So that sort of viscous feeling, Oh, you feel it. And as you turn up, there's nothing, but there is definitely a aberration 
feeling somewhere up there. Aberration. Nice. Okay. I'm not near anybody at the moment, so I'm going to carry on walking up the ship towards where the where I believe the others are. Mm, just cool. going to have a look around just to see. You say it's a cargo ship, so it has like containers or crates and things. So I'm just going to be looking down into that area just to see if I can see anything, but I'm not going to go down there. Uh, there is a lot of crates that also, that also don't let you to see the figures that are at the end. Um, I guess you can see some labels. All of them are um, basically vegetables. Some of them were fish. How they keep it fresh, I don't know, but there was fish and maybe even uh, gunpowder, just random stuff to wow. like usual. There's nothing that calls your attention at this point. Um, I, I can see that this is going to be a paradise for Jestoon. Gunpowder and fresh fish. <laughs> I remember the time they mixed them together. <laughs> it was beautiful, wasn't it? Hey. Um, when? Is, uh, are you still on the other ship? Uh, for now, I'm kind of just keeping an eye out, uh, especially as, as Vavasaur was, you know, miming to us about things. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about Quentin making an obvious amount of noise. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of trying to keep an eye on things, like just from a, from a distance. Uh, yeah. Are you close to uh, the end of both ships or were they join or do you like back in the ship? Uh, no, I'm 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 close to like the edge of our ship, um, but like just like not not on like the front or the back, closer towards like the middle, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So just let me start. Sort of. Because I was gonna primeval awareness, but then Josh took it. <laughs> Do it anyway. Do it anyway, and then Do you can anyway. have the the maggot. And then I, can, uh, I have enough of that when going into the kitchen. So. What I is, this, what is when uh, passive perception? Uh, twenty-two. Uh, you, yes, you're the, the kind of perceptive. Yeah, from all this crazy crew, you're the one that has the highest precaution of everything. So you always stay a little bit behind and keep an eye on everything. And you hear what you think is the sound of wings, just like phew, just one flutter. Um, oh. Make me a perception check if you want to know the sort of direction i do do it yeah do. ah darn only 19. only mm, that's I, not good that's that's um it's not that great i know it's uh it's upsetting it's <laughs> below the level of the main deck so if something is lurking over there you would not be able to see because you will need to pick out and it's um, sort of on the front of you ship which means towards the direction of the rear of the other ship yeah uh once i hear that i'm i'm absolutely gonna start to run um luckily i've got uh boots of elven kind so uh my footsteps i'm i'm very very quiet literally all the time uh which is another one of the problems that i mentioned earlier where it's hard to to you know not run into her um <laughs> but uh, I will I will make a run because I, I want to see what this is. Uh, would you pick? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you see nothing at this point, but there is also this um, rain that is starting to fall. So oh. you know there is something out there, 
where it is. I mean, they can fly, so they could be probably underneath. It could be mm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. But mm. I didn't check, but I'm plenty sure no one of you can fly, right? No. No, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you? Yeah. It is. It is. Great. Um, Hope somebody prep Featherfall if they can. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the air. That is a very yes. good point. Yes. Um, so yes. Uh, then again, it's not heavy rain, but it started to rain and slightly. Um, back into the people that is close to the hatch. Uh, are you going to? Yeah, Vavasaur is trying to indicate that they are going to go down first. Um, it, if Quentin has come over with the idea of helping, um, then I think uh, Vavasor would indicate, like, oh. Oh. right. And um, as since we have Jax and uh, Contender, I guess each one of you will open one. So it's open. And yes, you can see hundreds of crates. There is a lot of merch, merch here. Who knows? Which one's still good? Probably Jetsun doesn't care, but there is a lot of stuff here. Okay, so um, Bavasaur isn't going to concentrate on the on the um, on the on the cargo yet because they have seen figures, so they know that there's something else. Um, so what they're going to do? Uh, would I still be able to use the last stealth roll to get down into the thing? Or do yeah, I, need to I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. Great. With a, so. with a pat on the back and a bon chance, uh, Quentin cast guidance. Amazing. Okay, cool. Perfect. So, um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to like leap sounds too sort of noisy for what I'm doing. Cause if I'm being stealthy about it, then I will just try and get down on top of the cargo and then try and get down to, um, so yes, I'm, there is some. So there is not only one level of crates. So probably right. there will be some crates piled on each other. So yes. you can easily find a way to not jump but to uh, descend, move. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So so what I want to do is try and go to the the side of the ship that is furthest away from our ship. Do you see what I mean? So I want to yes. go on the other the other side. So I'm on the yes, far side the of the rear. ship. Yeah, and then I, I want to try. Uh, so. And then what I want to start to do is like a um, a lap. Do you see what I mean? So I want to go around the edge of the of the deck to to see if I can see any of the. So I'm 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 aware. I've got the shield up and the and the pistol ready. Uh, could you? So there is some sort of uh, ropes all around the walls of the ship yes. and yes. things that they use to keep the cargo fixed and it yes. doesn't sort of goes wobbly. Yeah. Uh, so make me a acrobatic check to see if you can uh, cool. acrobatically move to towards uh, around this sort of uh, network of ropes. Perfect. To okay. essay a sachet. Yes. Um, do I have to do I have to say that I'm using guidance before I roll? Uh, not really, but just use it. <laughs> yeah, cool. Thank you. Just before Vavasor goes off, I'm going to, as I approach the pair of them, I'm going to do this, like symboling the entire ship, and then I start going, <laughs> you start doing that and then nice trying to what signal the... aberrations because he thinks ghosts I, is that the sign the international sign for aberration <laughs> well, that's our sign for it why not just yeah. put it on the wiki what uh what 
And so um, Vavasor is going to nod furiously because they certainly think that they know what you mean and that they are still uh, ready. Um, so I got, hang on, what, uh, how much is um, is Guidance a D4 or D6? A D4, yes. D4. Yeah. So I managed to get 23. Beautiful. So, yes, you are able to sort of Tarzan-like Mm. go all around uh, I would say this network of ropes can give you most of the round probably mm. there will be some places that you cannot see that you will have to go uh, by foot uh, but as you go all the way around then again you see no um, sign of struggle mm -hmm. some items on the floor but just at the end on top of where the figure are you see around eight people just crouching down, but they are rock solid. Oh. They are made of stone. Wow. So uh, again, you remember I, um, Vavasor went up to the to the items on the deck and sort of gave them a push with, the, with their foot. It's gonna be the same kind of thing now. I mean, slightly more gentle because they don't want to knock them over, but there's definitely gonna be going up and going, uh, they don't move at all, and as you are close, closer to this, uh, you see that actually one figure is broken already. So oh, probably no. one out of the eight uh, okay. might not have a fix to this. Okay. And um, make me a investigation check. Yes. Okay. Investigation, you say? Yes. Uh, might be all right. I'm, yeah, because um, I believe the captain gave me one guidance and then Quentin gave me one guidance. Can uh, I... They don't, but draw it. Thank you. Yes. Very kind. <laughs> oh, nice. I think 19. Just, I, think, I think guidance is just a one-off. Uh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. it's all right. So as you uh, kick it, you mm. see these other pieces. And a question comes to your mind, like, what would they be looking at? And mm. as you crouch as the same position that they are holding, you can see that they are looking up to where the hatch is. Ah. So they were sort of hiding from something that was yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so what it looks like is that something from the direction of the, of the um, hatch cast something on them or did something to them that would have made them like are they are they doing the you know the, the crouching down like they're trying yes. to get away from something Absolutely. right 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 okay cool so i'm gonna keep um going around and try and do the full like yes. circuit uh you find yourself on the opposite side mm -hmm. where you find all the three bodies but these ones look like they had a sort of fighting Oh so, yes! Instead of having this, they are probably just more like, I mean, yeah. Two of them might be broken already, but what you can recollect is that they had a sort of um, confrontation. Mm. Okay, so they might have tried to fight back, and the other ones, right? Okay, so if I get round, then um, if there's no, so the only things that I have found on this deck is the loads and loads and loads of cargo, and then. Uh, eight people, like up at the 
eight people at one end and then how many how many people did you say were were fighting so there were uh six on one side and three on the other one so they are at least uh nine yes in the lower deck yeah yeah okay so i'm gonna get, so um uh i'm gonna get uh back uh back around to where i came in from if you see what i mean and uh try and jump up and like hold on to the edge of the um of the of the hatch and then pull my head up found found people there's people there's people where downstairs there's people. They're, they're in the, on the on the deck but they're all stone they've been petrified they're stoned no they are made of stone they're petrified petrified it's called a statue no 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 they they look they look scared they look like they've been turned into stone by something oh they, they're not statues, not statues. I think they're real people made of stone. I would suggest that we put ourselves on alert, no? That's at, why I got my gun. At, at this point, uh, after having medicine. heard what I heard and, and not actually seen anything, uh, I would have hopped over the ship and I would have made my way towards where everybody else is kind of gathered and I'm I show up just as Vavasaur's explaining everything about the statues and I'll just lean in real quietly and just say there's something flying mate like what? yeah not not no down you it's down I I couldn't see it I could hear it I, I don't I don't know I don't know what it is but there's something I I sensed aberrations when I was using my awareness. Could that be related? Could be? Could they be the same thing? What is an, aber- an aberration that turns things into stone and Does doesn't have any use for any of this cargo? And it sounded like it had feather wings, like a like that. That was that was what clued me into the sound was the sound of like flapping wings, but I couldn't see it. Do any of you know something that could uh, do this? The, the flying, the aberration, the turn to stone? I have not heard of such a thing. Could I do mm. a history oh. check? Mm. Yes. is not that clever. Neither is Justin. Well, Justin is, but not with history. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Guidance. pressing the button. Oh. To add, to add your memory, no? Well, well, it was a five. I will have to do four. <laughs> Ed Memoir. It rolled mm. two D4s for some reason. Uh, so they're, they're both the same two. So seven DM, seven. Um, short answer, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, I mean, nothing that you know, but um, these kind of missions require a sort of briefing of what kind of creatures mm. are likely for you to find. And you recall that nothing of the sort I mean, it's either an aberration, but not mm. one that flies, or something yeah. that flies, but not that turns them into. So, yeah, you might be dealing with different kind of creatures here. Yeah, this this isn't something that was written down in the book that we get, you know, the book that we all get before we set off on the journey that says, you know, you're probably likely to experience birds, probably what? likely to experience, you know, scurvy. Who gives you it this wasn't book? Written. Oh, we just get them, you know. When we land at port at Land's End, you, you get. They the book don't and... give me these books. Uh, <laughs> Every one of you gets uh, a set of briefing material. The problem, the problem is Vavasor can't read, so he's just like, what the hell is <laughs> throws it away. Yeah. <laughs> Extra lupe <laughs> Yes, <laughs> exactly the feeling. Papi had a toilet. 
Could it potentially be something that's been smuggled in one of the crates and has maybe broken out? Oh. Um, Did you see a broken crate when you were down there? So I'm going to have to try and remember this. Will that have to be, like, uh, I I don't, I wasn't looking for that. Did I see anything like that? you will have to go down because as, as as the network of ropes were up, yeah. you will have to have a look mm-hmm. ground level to see if anything was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I so I will disappear and start doing the same circuit again to see if there was anything that's that's to see if there is a, a big crate that was broken. If you see what I mean. Do you want us to come with you this time, Vavasor? Mm, okay. Uh, yes. But before Vavasor gets down there, since uh, obviously they're they're going to be scrambling around, I know we're all going to kind of go. Uh, but I'll I'll just reach out and I'll put my hand on him and I'll say or, or put my hand on them and I will just say I'm just try and 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 be careful this time. Uh, and and with that, uh, I'm actually going to cast uh, protection from evil and good on you um, against aberrations specifically. Right. Oh. <laughs> Continue, and I will make mm-hmm. a make a note. So, uh, but um, I think when 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 because uh, I presume you've cast this on Vavasor before. Yes. Um. So what they get is it's like they've had um, uh, you know when you get a shiver down your spine, if you times that by about a thousand, so what they get is a sort of <laughs> yes, I'm ready now. Um, just before you, you just before you go, who who in the party would describe themselves as being frontliners potentially? Um, Jax. I'm assuming my Jax, myself, and yeah, Vavasor. Sword, man. Um, but I can only cast this on up to four, so whom out of uh, Jestun and Gwen would, would, would most benefit from uh, emboldening Bond? Because I presume I would know from having served yeah, yeah, yeah. you both. Uh, uh, Just- I mean, I... Ideally, nobody's paying attention to me, and I'm I'm in the shadows. Um, so oh. Justine probably. Yep. Yep. In which case, um, the emboldening bond, which will feel like um, the the last rays of summer on a uh, a long uh, day, just sort of um, washing over you, oh, uh, nice. and we feel we feel bonded, um, <laughs> and that will last for for ten minutes. It's a D four to um, attack roll, ability check, or saving throw, and it does stack with other, with spells. I've always liked you, Kenton. You know, <laughs> with I really appreciate I've always enjoyed that, your you. cooking. It is the only thing strong enough for me to taste. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people tell me that they like my cooking. I, I re- that's that's lovely. That is. Thank you. It helps to be immune from disease. No, <laughs> just <like laughs> you always give me a warm, fuzzy feeling inside when you do that. Uh, c'est très amusant, mon ami. Thanks. Uh, with that, um, so it would be Vavasor and Jetson. The only ones going down. Uh, that's fine by me. Uh, I'll go down as well. Just soon we'll be near the back. Cool. We'll be hanging out um, outside, kind of watching the skies. Um, readied action, um, Eldritch Blast, in case nice. um, an enemy comes flying out of somewhere. Nice. And I probably wouldn't want Quentin to be alone. So, uh, and since I've got really good perception and I am the most observant one on the ship, uh, <laughs> it makes sense that uh, I stay up top. Let the I'm- let the ground crew handle it. I'm glad to have you here with me, Quinn. It's ah, a pleasure. Yes, so Always. let me just check something. Dave, David, do we have to be near you for the comforting bond to, to mm. stick? Within 30 feet. Um, okay. I'm just wondering how... 
I, that's well because if we I'm gonna do oh no wait circle. you only have to be within 30 feet of me when I cast it and oh, then cool. as long as you're within any bonded creatures within 30 feet of another bonded creature oh nice oh we cool. can definitely do that then um, remember that uh, when Vavasaur was looking around uh, they saw uh, a faint line in the captain's um, room oh yeah they did not communicate that but Jack's the and when with the perceptions you would have noticed that as well but it's uh hasn't been taught uh, yeah no no i haven't thought about that because i'm more interested in what's and um, as the ones that are going down jump to land safely well you mm -hmm. descend using the credits mm -hmm. <laughs> nice as i land i draw my great sword yeah that's very cool Okay, I go left, you go right. I'll just stay here, shall I? I'll just... Okay, I go left. Jax, you go right. Okay. And uh, I will start, but this time, rather than using the ropes, it'll be slower, but I'm, I want to go on the on the ground and round again. So something that may cause this might, if what you say is what happened, might need a big crate. So no need for a role to investigate. Oh, I'm, you, you, if there is something, you will find it. So That's, yeah. to the left is where the six creatures are that mm -hmm. seems to be hiding. And on the right are where uh, the three figures were sort of fighting. Mm -hmm. um, Jax, you find a crater that was, if not destroyed, it seems like perfectly cut, just like butter. Oh, wow. Um, the one like it seems like the yeah the creature that get out of here when uh went to the back so probably they, they were lurking to something and then they just went a little bit back and then um, okay went up uh on the opposite side you uh Vavasaur, you fall you find nothing yeah yeah nothing nothing at all did you find anything there's a there's a crate that looks like it's been cut perfectly in half by something and it looks to be what could be the cause of the fight here. And I'll point oh towards god. where the bodies are in pieces on the floor. Oh god. Okay. Um I wanna go over and uh not investigate it, but like look at it as well, because uh it's not that I don't trust what Jack says, but I need to see how something can be cut like like butter like that. Yes. And it really freaks me out. Um what the hell could do that? Both of you, could you please make me a wisdom saving throw? Vavasor, oh. uh, at advantage. Jack, Thank you. flat throw. Okay. And the plus four. Bad. Oh, plus four. four, yes. Plus two. Oh, thank God for that. Just the D4. Uh, yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah, no worries. 14? Uh, 21 in total. Uh, 14. You fail. Um, Jax, you pass. You see a faint reflection of a spherical uh, object sort of floating around. As you pay more attention, uh, you've been maybe instructed or told that there are invisible sensors that allows um, individuals from afar look around um, other um, 
locations. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Is everything all right? I feel weird. Jax, is everything all right? I, I think we might have triggered some sort of trap on the ship. Some sort of security measure. Do you want me to signal to the others, or are we keeping going? Well, what do we haven't found anything except this box. What are we looking for? I don't know. I mean, what about the captain's quarters over there? The light's on on it. Should we go? Should we oh. investigate that? Yes, yes. Good idea. Good idea. So, um, yeah, Vavasor is always keen to be the first anywhere, and so we'll try and scramble up and get to the uh, the captain's cabin first. As uh, you start going up again, mm-hmm. you see the sensor stays there. It doesn't follow you. It just stays really close to uh, to the box. Right. And now it's raining a little bit heavier, but it's not yet an issue for anybody. Okay. Um, you are all together up on the on the main deck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. There, 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 there was a light. There was a light in the captain's cabin. I think we go and investigate that now. Sounds like a good idea. Yes, I agree. I'll follow your lead. Okay. Um, so again, with the with the gun and the shield up, um, going to go over to the captain's cabin. Um, so you're there... you're in front of the door, and because yeah. it's a little bit tilted, yeah. so the door is it's clo- It was closed, but now it hangs just slightly open with the wind slightly opening. Just... Okay, I would I would like to take a stealth roll to try and go in there as 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 quickly and quietly as mm-hmm. um, as possible. Uh, more of a uh, sleight of hand just to do the quick movement and everything. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. So um, <laughs> does does pass that trace effect sleight of hand? Uh, plus and bonus to dexterity stealth checks. Specifically stealth. Oh, it's just stealth. Okay, how annoying. No, but I, I see what you mean. That it's much more sleight of hand to get in there. I will go with that instead. Sixteen. Uh, tell me what you want to do. So, it, the door is slightly open, mm-hmm. right? Is it? Is it? Is the gap wide enough for me to go through it, like without without touching the door? No, you will have to open it. But right. Then that- how do you want to get in? So. I guess my question is as quickly as possible or to get the best position as possible. Definitely. So what I would want to do is open it. So if you see, hmm, I would want to open it. So I am behind the door. So if someone is looking at the door, the door opens, but there's nobody there. There's no figure there. And then after that, come around the door and go in and try and take up the best position. Good. So. You, uh, if you're looking at the door this way, mm-hmm. you will have to locate yourself on the left, sort yes. of kick it or just push it, and then go this way. Yes. So yeah. you could finish, end up on the right side of the room. Yes. Looking this way, but whatever is in your behind the, the, the right side will be a sort of who knows. I got you. That, that that's it, that's as good as I will get it. So I want to be in control of like the left side of the room, but there will be yeah. something. There will be space for that. Uh, Vavasor makes uh, this dexter- dex- really dexterous uh, move. You end up uh, opening the door. The mm. door sort of, it doesn't slam on the other side, but wide open so every, everybody can see yeah. uh, this scene. And you step aside on the right of the room and you see two figures, one made of rock and the other rotting. This is a captain, 
and something that looks like a Medusa thing. <gasps> they both are dead. The captain is stabbing this creature with a sword, and the other creature has just all the snakes looking at the captain. And with that, we're going to our break. <gasps> Thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you in a bit. We're going to have a, a short rest, and we're going to have some consumables, and we'll see you in a bit. Thank okay. you. Bye, 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 bye. bye. And we're back. What's going to happen? Who knows? Who's going to die? I hope everyone. Yay! Uh, every, every bad guy, right? Right. Um, no, I definitely believe you now. <laughs> no, so, no shadow of um, doubt in my mind. <laughs> we finished our long rest and our consumables, and we're going to jump back to our game. Mm. First half, we were doing some sort of exploration on the undertext of the ship. And we found some victims, let's say, of a creature uh, able to transform things into stone. We also find a possible way how this creature got into the shape and something that looks like a extra magical planar thingy sensor that um, Jax was able to spot. After that, we went to investigate the captain's cabin where Vavasor dexterously, nimbly, was able to jump into the room just to the just to witness the last moment of the captain, who might have died a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um yes, Vavasor, mm -hmm. you find yourself inside the room. You see this image of the captain and this other creature that at first glance looks feminine but who is to say at this time um, <laughs> they they uh they might be dead for a couple of weeks so the body is rotten and decomposing mm. um there's no problem with the smell because i mean you live with jetson but um yeah a couple of a couple of weeks so far um they are against the wall. So actually the sword of the captain is um, encrusted in wow. the thing as the uh, what is remaining of the body sort of is just hanging from from the uh, petrified body of the captain. Brilliant. So does it look like the... So we're in the captain's cabin. So I imagine that the captain was in his cabin when he was surprised by the Medusa, but managed to stick the Medusa before, well, just at the same time as... Uh, it gives you the impression that because the Medusa is against the wall, yes. the Medusa was in the room before the captain... Ah, yes, I see. But he managed to react quick enough that before he got, that he managed to stab. I see. Uh, so, oh, Vavasaur isn't nearly clever enough to figure that out. Okay. Um, uh, Vavasaur is going to come to the door. I think I found the problem. I think I found the problem. Well, well what have you found? There's a Medusa, rotting. 
Is that the thing with the snake? Kid? Yes. Mm. How rotting? Like, is it is it seventy percent gone? Is it fifty percent gone? Is it is it still edible? Uh, you want to eat Medusa? I mean, you know, I've never tried it. Might as well start now. Okay, um, I will go back. Um, <laughs> oh, no, um, makes me a nature check, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it's going to get better than that. But yes, I will. I will make the nature check um, because Vavasor, because he's because they're an idiot, is going to go back in and go go over and sort of do the <laughs> and just oh. going to give the producer a look, a lick. <laughs> um, hang on, where's my skills? So nature, you say? Oh, wow. 22. Uh, this, there is some bits still edible, which is like 5% of it. However, do you know Jetsun? So everything is edible here. <laughs> so what I'm going to do um, is try and take, oh, which bit am I going to try and take? So I'm going to try and take the, the like the, um, so, on, on, you know, the bit below your collarbone is a sort of fleshy bit under here. I am like, if anyone wants me to stop this, then I'm very, very happy to, but I'm going to try and take out like a sort of medallion of uh, Medusa flesh and then go and present it to Jestoon. Is this okay? You know, this is the first bit of meat we will have had in about, I don't know, three weeks. This, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep that and I'm going to put it into my uh, satchel. <laughs> so, Mama, so what, what kind of, uh, do you have a knife, a cut glass? Oh, uh, yes, good point. Um, I've got a... Um, Did you shoot at it and then... <laughs> well, no, that was the thing. I was imagining I was going to grab it with my fingers, but actually, I think you're right. I think there would be... So I've got a short sword. So it would be a thing of, like, pulling it out like that. So as you're um, butchering mm. the, the body of this uh, Medusa, uh, two things happened. The first, for the ones that are outside, a loud noise, no, actually the opposite, a flash followed by a loud noise. A thunder illuminates the whole thing. And it's in that moment when the storms breaks and it starts like pouring down. The second thing is that you hear from, there is a small window on your left. Yeah. Okay. And you are distracted that you don't see that something has Stealthy left the room and you hear uh, flapping wings. Yes, okay. So so what I so whilst I'm trying to do my butchering, first of all there's a there's a flash of thunder and a sorry, flash of lightning and a crash of thunder, which is gonna distract me. And then I look over to the window and I don't see anything, but I, I know something's gone out of there and I hear the, the wing flaps. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So um Yes, Vavasaur is going to turn around. Something just flew! Something just flew out the window! Something just flew out the window! Um, the head <laughs> Run around to the other side. Yes. Uh, on that side, it would have been Jax at Jetson. Mm. The ones that probably would have seen something going away on that side of the ship. Okay. So, yeah, uh, what's it called? Um, perception, I presume. Uh, yeah, if Jax and Jetson wants me to keep, uh, wants to keep me a... Perception check. Mm -hmm. uh, Jetsun, did, did, you, did you see anything? I, what, where is it? Oh, well, wow. <clears throat> uh, I rolled a 20 in total. Nice. Around a 13. <laughs> Shame. 
because house. of the rain, <laughs> you don't see anything, but you see the absence of something in the sense of there is something invisible ah. there. So you see the um, the, the, the drops yes. crashing with something, and then you can sort of follow this uh, small figure thing, medium, medium size uh, okay. figure with wings, and it sort of flies uh, up to the point that you cannot see anything. But just like in Peter Pan, there is a trial of something that I will say is not fairy dust. It's not <laughs> fairy dust. It's clearly not fairy dust. I actually don't know what it is, but <laughs> there is a trail leading off. Okay. Yes. And <laughs> for Kantan and when it's raining, but you are not getting wet anymore. As you look up, it seems like a platform has a rounded platform has covered your heads. It's probably around 25 um, feet diameter mm -hmm. and it stops raining. So there is a big circle of the ship that is not raining on anymore. Okay. And then the rest is. Um, uh, it's pouring down yeah. because it seems solid. So the rain that is falling on top of it, then it starts making a small and beautiful waterfall on the sides. Oh, amazing. I don't, I don't think that's a good thing. What? What do you, what the hell is that? Is going to be the reaction from Babasaur. Oh, meld. <laughs> yeah. As if uh, if don't if there is no any reaction, you see that there is a in the middle of this platform. You don't know if on top of the platform or maybe some um, fits up. Uh, a conjuration circle is starting to form. It's probably. 40, 50 feet away. Wow. Don't know if that counts as an enemy I can attack with my ready action. I suspect not. Uh, <laughs> just a circle. Is, is yeah. that something that you have to see? Circles are my nemesis. No, I'd, 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 <laughs> I would stand circle ready for... Circle of protection against one can, one, one can assume that circles of this nature tend to have things come through them at some point, so I shall bide <laughs> my <ready>. time. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm 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 gonna run to the hatch and I'm just gonna kinda like bang on the inside of the hatch and just be like, guys, you might wanna get up here now <laughs> sooner rather than later. Okay. Um so uh no, hang on. So uh, I think Vavasaur is gonna go from the door. So what Vavasaur has just seen is so Vavasaur has come out and gone, did anyone see anything go out the window? No one said anything about that. However, this thing has now just appeared in the sky above the ship. Um, and therefore, they are going to go back in and go to the window um, to look out to see if there are any more of um, any more of the big circular yeah. things. Uh, fortunately for you, no. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I cast Bless on myself, Gwen, and Vavasor. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Gwen... Kantan and Babasaur, okay. So, let me... 
If I've got time, I'm going to bring up some aid as well, which I really should have thought of before since it lasts for eight hours. Eight hours? Um, yeah, that would have been useful. I will allow that. I mean, this is a wreck of partying. So you're used to it. You know that you have to be prepared. Yeah. So yeah, that you all have, you have, you're going to have cast that right. even before the beginning of the day, you know? Thank it's you. like you have breakfast and cast eight, and then at some point you switch it up. You cast eight and then have breakfast. Yes. Yeah. And I had a short spell, so the slot would have come back. Short Yay. rest. Short rest. I Yay. will <laughs> offer, like, because I did this to myself. So, yes. <laughs> um, DM, with the conjuration circle, I've got a bit of, bit of wizard going on. Would I be able to work out where things come out of? Would they come out on top? Or would they come out underneath the conjuration circle we can see? Up. Ooh. I, seeing that, would like to cast Grease mm. at the place where they would arrive. Yes. Um, what happens with that? I just get some duck fat out of my pocket. <laughs> I'm just going to fling it and the magic will cause it to just spread and drip down. I love it. Um, just greased up this. Oh, that's amazing. In your pocket, of yes. course. I've got everything in there, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I love it, I love it. So uh, as the grease spell uh, is cast on top of this sort of platform, uh, the, it was not a platform. I mean, yes and no, it's not, It's you can see through, right? So mm. but now with the grease, it's a little bit fussy, but you can still see the light that uh, the magic is producing. It's almost finished. So this is a point where I asked you to roll for initiative. Oh my God. But we are not yet in combat. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yes. That that turned up really fast. Okay. Um, I see a 15, I see a 10, I see a 6. Hang on, hang on. I've got advantage on my one. Get out of the way, you bastard. Should we call them out? Nice. I got the 15. I got the six. Yay. Got ten. What's my six? <laughs> I got a 20. Nice. Nice. Mm, my name is Jack. 20 and I minus 20s. one. <laughs> uh, just, to, just to spread the love a bit, let's say that Aid was on uh, Jack's and Jestoon, as well as obviously myself. Good. So I'm oh, going to click this, hoping that yes. Ali, are you using the encounter tracker on D&D Beyond? I do. Plus, uh, <laughs> I think everyone time. should. Yes. So I also have a sort of a map. No, I have a map. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so I'm going to leave the uh, layer action at the end. But a little tinker. Am I right that Jax got a 19? I got a 20. For some reason, I rolled twice. I'm not sure why. Okay. I don't have advantage. <laughs> so I will give you the 20. And I'm happy for you to go for it. Okay, but we are not yet in combat. It's just yeah. Um, the conjuration circle finished casting. Whatever was casting, it finishes. Mm-hmm. And another lighting in the sky. And almost like if a mirror or a crystal cracks the sky starts cracking and pieces of it start falling down. Um, I don't know about the duration of what gives you the sense of aberrations, but let's say it's still up. Yes. The feeling of aberrations 
increases and it gives you the chills. Oh. Uh, from one of those cracks, <laughs> you see a tentacle, almost like if it, like a octopi, octopus will uh, stick in its tentacle on a um, surface. Yeah. You see another crack and another tentacle. Oh my God. Tentacle. Oh my God. A big crack. And you see an eye. <laughs> and the eye is looking at you. Uh, at this point, if you look at the hatch, you see the orb coming up and it reveals another eye and says, Look at you, how beautiful creature you are. It's been a while since I've been in this plane. Yes. But you don't worry. I'm here to free you. That might be in just in the hatch. So closest is Kantan went and just uh, just done. Question. Mm. <clears throat> um, just as as all of this is happening, um, do I happen to sense uh, the presence of a planar portal? Uh, you do. Ooh. Great. <laughs> you absolutely Great. do. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of assumed given what was <laughs> happening, but I just kind of wanted to confirm. Uh, yeah, and I will I will let Jax know because he and I both kind of have this uh, sort of sense about things like this with our primeval awareness and things, and I'll just say, ha 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 portal. Is it Kraken? Uh, to be honest, we do not require assistance, but um, thank you very much. Uh, we will be on our way and um, have a good day to you. Unless you'd like to stick around for lunch. Um... <laughs> we've got Medusa on the menu. No, we've got calamari soon, I'm sure. So if you'd like to stick around. Um, and they, they, they laugh because, I mean, when you're a omnipotent uh, thing in the universe. This is just, those are jokes, right? Mm -hmm. and oh, I see you found uh, one of my uh, lieutenants. Uh, they were not the strongest, but yeah, I don't worry about Don't worry. Uh, I'm going to talk any more things about it, that. Which is it occurs to me that perhaps you have a job opening. <laughs> uh, uh, I actually do. Um, um, we could all act as one lieutenant if you want. <laughs> and as the conversation sort of follows, or uh, while the conversation is happening, could everybody please um, roll perception? Uh, just as a quick point on that, I think Vavasaur is still through by the window in the cabin. How loud is everyone talking? As in, uh, I very loud. I'm, I'm shouting. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. To try and be heard by the giant thing. Yeah. Above is, the sound is of the, the storm. Is the rain and the wind cutting out the sound as we're talking to each other, as we're shouting at the screech? Uh, a little bit, yes. So mm, okay. If you yes, want to talk, we'll, let's assume that we are shouting. Yeah. So Vavasaur, Vavasaur is going gonna, is gonna to run back, uh, and in which case can make the perception check, I think, but also will come out and go, what the hell is that? Because this is a hell of a scene yes. with tentacles coming out of the sky and stuff like that. Um, Vavasaur, what's the range of your weapon of alarm? Or um... uh, yeah, uh, uh, so so uh, hang on, let me bring it back up. So it's uh, uh, it's I think it's yeah, 
uh, you and any of your companions within 30 feet of you can't be surprised. 30 feet. Okay. In that case, uh, unfortunately, only one is out of that range. So, okay. forget about the perception check. Only one, please, uh, roll for um, perception. So, only, yeah, okay. Yes. Only Gwen. Fairness, the most perceptive of us all. Indeed. So, mm-hmm. actually, probably the best one to be in a position to roll. Uh, I mean, I got I only got a 15, so... Yeah, that's wow. enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. You notice Great. that there is other three figures out of this sort of platform. They are mm-hmm. in the rain, so you can see sort of where they are. So, no surprise round for them. Have they fallen over, Ali? <laughs> Could they make no, them? No, so they, just... they were there from before. Oh, so, I see. Yes. Oh. Um, is Greece concentration? No. No. Okay. Perfect. Uh, great. So, let's get into combat. Yes, sir. Uh, so the the uh, this sort of eye just moves away and looks at um, Kantan. Well, it's weird because it's a sphere, so it's looking everywhere. It focuses on Kantan and yeah. says, Yeah, just show me how good you are. Job is yours. And yeah. <laughs> Here we go. You go first, top of the round. Right. And crack. you are between so you're not the last one so the last one is Vavasaur and mm. then you and between you and the first enemies or the first figures that you can see there is Jet Jeston mm. you are about 35 feet away from that uh, okay. silhouette mm-hmm. and it's a large silhouette cool um, can I see enemies uh, not yet. Right. Well, I mean, you they, know they, yeah. they are there, but you yes. can't see them. They haven't proved that they're enemies yet, and you can see them, but it's not. Yeah, I think. Well, a, a challenge has been laid. So, um, uh, let's get to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll start moving towards where. Uh, sorry, uh, it was Jack's. Oh, sorry. I do apologise. I misheard. Uh, I'm going to move over to Jestun uh, with my greatsword drawn and I am i don't know what these creatures are, I don't know if they're friendly or not, so I'm just going to hold my action to attack them if they get close and they start sort of attacking us, is my plan. Mm-hmm. So you're going to hold your action, do you want to move, do you want to put yourself between the figures and Jestun? Yes, I should do that, I'll move closer <laughs> and put myself between, uh, between those. And if they get close to me, I shall attack them. Nice. Good. So I'm going to leave some space between uh, those creatures. And I guess that's creature's turn. And you can see this Quick. huge silhouette. Well, it's large. Uh, it's going to step forward. Does that trigger anything? No. 
Sorry, I mean, I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jax, do you have uh, Sentinel? I do not, no. But, um, okay, so he's going to step in front of you. And I'm going to attack s- him with my action, with my yes, held action. So, <laughs> so the trigger is if you're attacked or if they get close. No, sorry, yes, the trigger was if they attack us. So no, okay. I won't, I'll only attack if they attack us. So the attack is going to happen first, which is good because you will see why. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, wait a minute, uh, next, next. Yeah, so the, I will describe it after. So this creature has uh, four attacks. And I hope you enjoyed this. Oh gee, Ali, I can't so wait. The first attack wow. is going, <laughs> the first attack is going to be um with advantage because it's invisible for a twenty-four. Thank God. Uh, yes. <laughs> for thirteen piercing damage. As this creature attacks, invisibility face down, and you can see something that is a I'm gonna call it praying centaur because it's a praying mantis centaur. I don't know if that has a name, but um, waist down is a large body of a mantis and waist up is a figure of something humanoid. And it doesn't have arms. It has four sides. Um, This creature doesn't have an armor. It looks more like an exoskeleton that resembles the rest of the mantis. Uh, You can see parts of flesh, but everything else is uh, exoskeleton. It has a beautiful crown and a big uh, shell in the back. And it sort of shines with green tones. That was the first attack at advantage. So I'm gonna roll second one, uh, nine to hit. Um, No, I'll parry that with my blade. Uh, Another nine and a 11. Uh, I, I, I'm, I parried the first one with the blade, and the other two, I'm like, what the? Feels <laughs> <laughs> like the boxers when they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Miss it. Uh, that is um, Cecile's turn. Next one is Kantan. Kantan, you seen the first enemy that you seen is up there. Oh, um, how far away? from me uh you are uh, wait 15 feet away Ooh, do I just one thing, uh, the, the hatch is in the between you so you can attack them range or you have to spend a little bit more of movement to go around well i have a i have a suspicion that we may be joined by more shortly from without mm-hmm. as well as within so for now i'm gonna assist jacks from uh, from a distance Drop to one knee, Jax! And then, assuming that, you know, does that, I'll be firing some Eldritch Blasts over the top of his head Good. at the... I, I will do, as part of my held attack, which I'll do in a little bit, I'll drop to one knee to allow the, the shots to go over me. So, I'll just roll them all. Um, does a 24 hit? It does. If anyone, if any doesn't, I'll add the, two, the 2d4. Um, 16, uh, to 24 again, and a 25. Hits. So, let's roll nice. this. David um, can always be dependent to be overpowered in combat. 
Um, 18. Uh, 27 points of um, force damage, I think it is. 27, yes. Pew, pew, pew. You see, uh, Cecile doesn't even care about that, but but it, it, it makes some damage. They are I'll just... just flourish my, my halberd that sheens with a, a magical glow, even in this uh, storm, and um, look up at the, the giant eye and be like, is this the best you ever? Yeah. <laughs> Nice. And as as those Eldridge blasts hit, and I'm on one knee as the final shot goes over, because I know how many shots Quinton can fire, I uppercut upwards with the great sword as part of my held action to attack, and I will attack it with um, great weapon master. Hmm? Well, that's with disadvantage. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, that is going to be a fourteen to hit. Uh, misses, but you still have the d4. Did you add the d4? Oh, no, I did not add the d4. Let me just do mm-hmm. that. Uh, 15. It doesn't. No, that's fine. But these things have got very hard body exo armor stuff. Be careful. <laughs> uh, nice. Content. Anything else you like to do in your turn? Um, a few things I could do. I could hex it, I could curse it. Um, could do curse it verbally, just oh, so many things. Yeah, I think, I think for now, because I want to, I want to keep my reaction and Jax is not looking too badly smushed. Um, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold off for now and see what the, the rest of enemies kind of develop and see what happens. So just stand ready and just say to the others. Make sure you are uh, beyond me, no, unless you have a death wish like Vever saw. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, thank you. Uh, next one is a figure that you haven't seen yet. This figure is um, behind Cecile and slightly to the to your left, if we are looking at the rear of the, the shape. And there is some sort of magic happening, and as the spell finishes, you see a what seems a triton and all of you start thinking that the medusa wasn't the one with the tail was more uh, humanoid and this sort of thing looks humanoid you've never seen something like this even with the strangest of the humans in this plane nothing like this ever um this triton has as well sort of a, a an armor that looks inspired by sharks. It has like a big yo here and this beautiful spiky uh, golden fin on the back. And they are holding a shield and a, and a mace. Um, they finish casting Spirit Guardians. Oh, which means okay. that few people is going to be so in the range of spirit guardians now is only one but probably if they move content might um come into the range uh i will tell you on your turn one on your turn when um the the, the trigger uh cool that's all they're gonna do and next one is just torn. Just torn. 
So, we've got the big one, and mm-hmm. we've got this new whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Um, <clears throat> how far away is uh, Jestoon from Shark Boy? <laughs> um, 15 feet straight. Amazing. Okay. But you have the hatch, so, but I guess you are ranged attack. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to move to a position where I'm not going to shoot anybody else. Um, bonus action, steady aim. What that does is give me uh, advantage on my first attack. Um, so I'm going to roll to hit with my pistol. Bear with. Mm-hmm. Oh, just quickly, let me know if something comes within 10 feet of me, because I've got a reaction. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, the advantage is 23 to hit. Uh, it does hit. Okay. Oh. I'm going to roll the second attack as well, because I will be doing that. So let's mm-hmm. see if the second one hits. Uh, 21. It nice. does. Okay, so first attack, I also get sneak attack because I rolled with advantage for the first. So 16. And the sneak attack damage. I've lost it. Where are you? <laughs> Come back to me. Oh, you're there. Uh, 14 for the sneak. So 30 points of damage so far. And the second attack damage. Uh, not that great. Nine points of damage on the second. Um, I'm then going to run to flank the first enemy with Jax. Oh, nice. Yeah. If okay. I can. Uh, what do you mean flank? Well, I assume because it came up to Jax, right? And it it, yeah. it pins it at Jax. Mm-hmm. So if I could move around to the opposite side. And that's a lot of movement. So you were so at this point is yourself, mm-hmm. Jax, the creature, but there is a hatch in the middle. I so you will have movement. to go all the way to the hatch, pass by the spirit guardians, and Ooh. finish behind this this thing. So I have fifty foot of movement. I do have a trait as well, a feature. There's so much scrolling. Yeah. Sorry. Hold on. Uh, could you, mobile. Yeah. Could you, could you jump over the um? I don't think so. When I make a melee weapon attack against a creature, you, uh, you don't provoke attacks from that creature, opportunity attacks from that creature. So I guess I still... Um... Um, so let's... Uh, give me an athletics ch- check, because you have to jump. Yes, an athletic check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Five. <laughs> no, no. So you have to spend all... Uh, you don't manage to jump all over the, the hatch, but okay. you manage to get where you want. Okay. However, you are inside the spirit guardians, Mm -hmm. which means that you must make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom, okay. Yes. That would be a nine. That's a nine. So you fail. Uh-huh. You take 10 points of radiant damage. Okay. And I think you also have your. Um... Oh, did you say radiant damage? Radiant damage. Yes. So whatever this thing is thinks that it's good. I imagine. Um... Not Sorry, I'm not asking you to answer that question. I'm just <laughs> um, And uh, how's it called? Uh, 
you you are not actually behind the creature, but you're flanking the creature because I mean you're because of spirit guardians, you have less movements, but that's fine. Okay. Uh, yes. Anything else in your turn? Uh, that's it for me. Thank you. Good. Uh, next one, Jax. Uh, you can see Cecile, but there is an extra figure on the left shoulder of Cecile. And you see something happening. And I homebrewed this, and it's called Majestic Inspiration. Oh, wow. As a bonus action, you can spend one of your bardic inspirations to grant yourself a grandest appearance. When you do so, choose one ally you can see and who can see you within 60 feet of you. You and the target gains 11 temporary hit points. When a creature gains those temporary hit points, it can immediately use its reaction to move up to its speed without causing opportunity attacks uh. and immediately make a weapon attack. So it's a um, mantle of inspiration, but pump it. Mm. I'm going to use that on Cecile, which means Cecile is going to use the reaction to hit you. Shame. <laughs> That's a 19. That was it. For eight points of piercing damage. When this uh, action finishes, you can see a medium, uh, um, a small size creature there with the small legs hanging. And this creature is wearing an armor that looks like uh, inspired on a fox. It's beautiful as well. And you can see a big, big purple braided beard. And he, they are just going to shoot at you with a... Oh, where are you? Uh, with a crossbow. Mm. For a natural 20. Oh, I think that might hit. Let me just check what I <laughs> have. Nope, I didn't uh, choose oh, any shit. armor that nullifies that. <laughs> Shame. Actually, I will roll. Well, wait. You are not between five feet of me, right? Because it's. Hmm. I'm going to roll with disadvantage because I'm oh. not sure about how this works. Okay. Because it's in the space of Cecile, but it's on top of Cecile. So, oh, right. great area. That doesn't hit. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Next one is someone that you still cannot see. And they are just gonna move. Next one is when. Could you please make me a... <gasps> Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't I like that. I don't <laughs> don't like that reaction. That's not good. No, no, no. Um, sorry, I should have done this uh, just turn, turn because you made a lot of damage. So you did 30 and 9. So I need to do two concentrations. Oh, so yeah. The first one is a 10, which means... Uh, Spirit Guardians were down. I think Spirit Guardians did 10 damage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just turn. Don't take the, the oh. damage. Amazing. And you are where you wanted to be. 
Yeah. Beautiful. And when you don't have to make any wisdom saving throw because、uh, spirit guide is down. Honesty. Thanks, Ali.、Uh, <laughs> now, when、uh, your turn. Perfect.、Uh, how far away am I, like taking the hatch into consideration from、uh, Jackson Cecile?、Uh, a straight line to Jax is ten feet with the、um, hatch in the middle. Just behind you is Kantan, and、uh, just turn is just behind the. the okay,、uh, I, I I have a move speed of forty feet, so I, I'm basically I just I just want to get around. I want to make sure that I was going to be able to do it.、Nice. Um, because what I would like to do is attack Cecile, and knowing that there is a creature within five feet, that means I get my sneak attack. Yeah. Wonderful. So、uh, I'm gonna run up and I pull out my short sword, and、um, We're we're gonna have a little fun with this, I think,、um, because these are, this is a really heavily armored creature, and I'm not a hundred percent sure that.、Uh, I mean, maybe the sword would do it,、um, but、uh, because I'm a planar warrior,、mm. um, I am going to choose Cecile.、Um, so the next time I hit that creature on this turn with a weapon attack, all damage dealt becomes force damage. Okay. Which is cool. Nice.、Um, so, and then and then they take an extra one d eight force damage from my attack. As well as that, dear God. Yes.、Um, and then if it hits, we're gonna spend some key points. We're just gonna have fun with <laughs>、yes. this. So this I, I, I want this to hit. I, I, want, <laughs> I want it to hit too. It'd be so cool. All right. So we're gonna go. First attack. Just stab at it for nineteen. Oh, nineteen,、uh, Cecile. That hits. Yeah, perfect. So, we go with. Let's see. That looks like、uh, six. So it's、uh, six damage plus six from the sneak attack, plus an extra one d eight from my planar warrior. Really, one damage. Awesome. <laughs>、um, so. Um, but all of this is force damage,、uh, if that matters.、Uh, so that's thirteen.、Um, and then,、uh, because I hit with that first one, I'm going to spend a key point,、uh, and I'm going to require Cecile to make a con saving throw with a DC of fifteen. Try and see if I if she cannot be stunned. Ah,、uh, she got. Wait a minute. A ten. Great. So she's stunned. Oh, Cecile. Also, should mention,、uh, I have to roll a one d six because、uh, I have whales from the grave. So immediately after I deal sneak attack to a creature on my turn, I can target a second creature that I can see within thirty feet of the first creature,、nice. and it takes one d six necrotic damage. Nice. And then I also deal that damage to the first creature. It's、yes. only one necrotic, but to Cecile and then to her friend on her shoulder.、Oh, I haven't presented the other ones, right? So Cecile is the large one. Sebastian、yes. is、um, the parrot of this creature,、Perfect. and Dante is a shark boy. Dante, beautiful, love it.、Uh, so yeah, so Sebastian、uh, takes one necrotic、yes. as well as Cecile.、Um, Cecile is stunned.、Uh, That's great. Love this.、Uh, and then I have a second attack, but this one's much less interesting because it's just a I can't get sneak attack. The second twice, one, yeah.、So、it's just whatever.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the second attack. It, it will be with advantage though because stunned. 
Oh, <laughs> it will be. That's that's true, which is good because the first roll was a 12. So is the second one. Oh. <laughs> well, that's upsetting. Oh, dear. Same. Beyond. Yeah. 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 You got a D4 um, and a rolls, but that's it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I do. I do. I do have that bless, don't I? Let's is see. Hold on. Work? Huh? Huh? Go. I don't know. It doesn't matter because I only got a 14. So oh. I'm guessing that doesn't hit. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> Womp womp. Wow. Anything else on your turn? No, that is that is pretty uh, much every, that's everything I can do in it one, was plenty. one attack. It's, plenty. Yeah, plenty. it's a lot. Uh, as all of this happened and the extra um, necrotic damage hit Sebastian, you can see some grace appearing on the beautiful purple brain. It's not happy. Like, <laughs> like you can kill him, but don't mess with his bird. Come at Next me, bro. One. Let's go. Um, Vavasaur. Yes. Lots has happened. Yes. Do you want to do anything? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> so, uh, I'm still in the doorway of the captain's cabin, right? Yes. You are in a straight line, 40 feet away from Cecile and 50 yeah. feet away from Dante. Oh, okay. Okay. So you see, I'm in a straight line. So if I get, so basically, um, yeah, I want to get within ten feet of Cecile. So move forward ten feet of Cecile. Then I want to do um, uh, Breath of the Dragon, which is a thing. Uh, so when I take the attack on uh, on my turn, I can replace one of my attacks with an exhalation of draconic energy, either in a twenty foot cone or a thirty foot line. So I think I can do the thirty foot line. Um, so, and I can choose the damage type for the uh, the breath weapon. Um, I think it's going to be fire. Yeah, I think it's going to be fire. Fire. Oh, is it? Is it really? It's it's really bucketing down with rain, isn't it? Uh it doesn't matter. It's magic. Oh, fine. <laughs> that point. D and D. It's magic. Yes. It's fine. There's no time to explain. Let's just yeah. <laughs> uh, so each creature in the area. So that's uh, Cecile and Dante. Mm -hmm. uh, need to take a DC 15 uh, deck saving throw, please. 15. So Sebastian is going to go. Let's oh, and Sebastian is well, yeah. Cecile, where are the Cecile? Oh, they are not proficient. <laughs> um, Sebastian gets a 23. Sorry, uh, a four. There's going to be some forks coming that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as they fire into them. Sebastian. And Quen Quentin, you get the advantage from that. Oh, thank you. Uh, Sebastian it's a fork, mate. That's for you. On the second one. So, um, the so if uh, so on a on a fail, they get the amount of damage I'm about to say. On a success, they get half. And mm -hmm. um, they get alpha. Oh, Grand total on 2d4 of two. <laughs> so that means either they get two damage or one damage. Yes. That's sad. And there is good things because the grays are burning now. So there's no grace on the beer, but now it's burning. So then again, it's just getting really angry. <laughs> you know, I the love beard. Yeah. It's, it's still a concentration disruptor. Cecile is not a heavy punch here, it's the bar. Anyway, yeah, no, I got you. Um, Vavasaur, anything else you would like to do? Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, 
because of how pants that was, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, uh, it's going to annoy me so much, I'm going to get raged. Um, <laughs> and because of that, um, uh, yes. So the, 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 the Vavasaur's eyes, which are usually, um, oh yes, which are usually black, now turn into the, um, like the like the depths of the sea. Do you know what I mean? Like that really like dark blue, oh, uh, and they and they kind of and they kind of light up. Um, and there is a, a I get a storm aura uh, ten feet around me, and um, one creature uh, of my choice within my aura, which is because I'm ten feet away from uh, uh, is it Celeste? Sorry, the 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 oh the, it's Cecile. Cecile, that's what I mean. Sorry, something went out of my head. Yes, um, they are going to take uh, lightning damage. Oh man, it's a Dex and it's DC thirteen. That, this is not working. Okay, try that. Cecile, they are not. She's not proficient. Oh, natural twenty. I'm sorry. Oh, Cecile. I know. Breaking my heart. Breaking <laughs> <laughs> my confidence, even baby. Stunned. She's she's. Oh, making... the advantage, isn't it? I oh, know. Wait. You, you automatically fail deck saves if you're stunned, I, I think. I think so, right? Yeah. Sweet. I think so, yes. Yes, thanks for uh, mentioning uh, that. Mm-hmm. V's on the ball. <laughs> for okay, once. well, the, the, the amount of damage I've done has gone up if if uh, if they um, <laughs> yes. succeed from one to three. Really? <laughs> Every little helps. Yes, exactly. I'm chipping away here. I'm yes. doing doing it one, one step at a time. Uh, any movement or... No, because I moved to get to oh yes, to get Free within action. ten feet. So I'm yeah, I'm completely done now, and I'm rather out in the open. Good. Uh, that finishes the first round, and yes. on twenty um, initiative count twenty, something is going to happen, right? <gasps> um, I think I'm out on the deck on my own then, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A the sky sort of keeps cracking, but now it seems like it's a reality that is cracking in itself. Um, And the eye again speaks and says, I love this eye. And you can see how the orb moves to the captain's room and sort of broadcasting. So what the eye is looking at is being broadcasted hmm. to the reality outside using right. this sort of cracking um i don't know i'm gonna call it cracking surface to project mm-hmm. and the eye first goes to the table and there is some papers and the papers are a normal contract but underneath there is a second contract and the second contract just tells about a special cargo that needs to be delivered in secret. Um, this has a number in itself on the top corner. And it seems like this transaction has happened many times before. Uh-huh. And then the eye moves to the body, well, not to one of the, um, to a box that has the captain's uh, emblem. And it opens magically, obviously, because the eye doesn't have hands. And Can you imagine if it did? <laughs> <laughs> a little tentacle. Yeah. Um, and you can see a usual money bag, but another one with a crest of the king. And it has 
emeralds and diamonds, lots of uh, jewels. Why didn't I look in there? The third thing that the eye shows you is this uh, trail of fairy dust, which is not fairy dust, mm-hmm. and tells you. You see this? They have been lying to you. I guess they haven't lied to you. They've just been keeping secrets. We all have secrets, right? Hmm. But uh, how to put it in simple words? Um, um, my name is. And there is a sound. (laughs) They cannot pronounce their name. I'm an an entity that helps planes like yours to get free. You know, sometimes there is too much bad stuff in a plane, so we solve it. Sometimes there is too much good, so we solve it. You know, everything is about balance. But this plane, this plane is the worst. This plane is not good, not bad, it's just static. Long time ago. Sorry, I'm not bothering you. And he silence and jacks. Oh, you next. Oh, oh, uh, that all sounds rather interesting. But your guys attacked me first, <laughs> and this glow begins to emanate from underneath the cloak, and the wind will catch it, and you'll see that there's a wolf totem underneath. And as that glow and sort of erupts around my body, my eyes go from the normal brown hazel brown colour that they are. And the brown stays, but the, oh no, sorry, the brown turns yellow and the whites of the eyes just turn blood red. I gain these, my teeth, my canines begin to extend outwards into like fangs and my ears prick up as I rage with wolf totem. So as a wolf totem barbarian, uh, while any enemy within five feet of me, all my allies have advantage against them. Oh, wicked. And... I'm just looking at Cecile in front of me. I'm going to go, you look like a Cecile, maybe. I'd like you to meet my dark winter. And as the rain hits my greatsword, ice begins to form across it. And I just swing it around and just attack into her. Uh, Because she's stunned, I'll have advantage, but I'm going to do it with Great Weapon Master. What a proposition. This is going to hurt, right? Uh, that's going to be a 23 to hit that on hit. the first attack. Mm. And the second attack will be a 24 to hit. Hits. Okay. Um, with the first attack, I'm going to make her, my Cecile, my favoured foe. Mm. So I will deal an additional 1d4 damage on these attacks. So this is going to be the first attack. That's not an awful lot. That's going to be 26 points of damage on the first attack, slashing. Wow. Mm-hmm. The second attack is going to be 17 plus 1, 18, 28 points of damage. 28. <laughs> and anything else? Mm. Um, no, that is it. I don't think I have anything else. You sword, you cut some chunks out of Cecile, and she screeches in the air, and 
um, I'm gonna make a dexterity saving throw from um, Sebastian, and they are really not used to this. <laughs> Good. And um, let's see if they can stay on top of. Yeah, uh, they 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 manage to grab Cecile's head, just not to uh, fall down because of all the commotion, and she is not happy. Okay, standing up. Okay. You can see some uh, parts of the exoskeleton just falling down, and you see the uh, fresh open uh, wound that shows uh, humanoid flesh. That mm. is the end of my awesome. turn. Thank you very much. Next is Cecile. Oh, bless her. Who is going to reckless, recklessly attack you. Isn't she stunned? Uh-uh. She's stunned until the end of my next turn. Ah, that is not fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's very fun, actually. Oh, yeah, I think it's great fun. It's I'm having loads of fun. <laughs> Which means, Kantan, please. Yeah, I, I'm a little lost as to what exactly is going on in terms of where I am. So everyone else is down in the hold bit? No, no. Every, everyone is on top deck. Mm. Right. And at the moment, everyone is sort of surrounding Cecile. Mm. So Cecile is being in the front is uh, Jax, in the back is Jeston, on the right is Wen, and slightly on the left, not in close combat, but slightly to the left, yeah. is Babasaur. Yeah. Kantan okay. has just in front of him uh, Dante, who is mm. Shark Boy, and on the right, about 10 feet away, uh, everything else. Cool. Uh, in which case, I think it's time for a little one-on-one duel with uh, Sharp Boy. Nice. <laughs> you do have uh, advantage as well, uh, David, yeah. on the silvery barbs if you need it. Amazing. That'll be on me, me first one. Uh, Hexblade's Curse, first and foremost. Yes. Um, so that will bear... Goodness me, I had it in a second ago. Um, yeah, once I'm sure, so choose a creature you can see within 30 feet, curse it for one minute, um, plus four to damage rolls, score a critical hit on a 19 or 20, and regain six HP if it dies. Um, so I'm going to do a little sort of advanced cutter with my halberd, uh, close to 10 feet, um, which is the range of the halberd because it has reach, and make my first attack, and I can add 2d4 to this if it doesn't hurt. Uh, advantage. Let's see what happens. <laughs> that hits. Oh, uh, so the, the 24 is the advantage. Um, I'll roll my second attack, might as well. Um, plus 2d4. So that'll be a 19. Hits. Cool. So I'll roll damage for both of those, and it's an extra. Extra eight damage overall because of the curse. Um, So that's 27 plus eight is um, 35 points of magical slashing. Um, Yeah, and I'm going to get action surge. Um, I'm going to make these attacks with uh, what seems like a very familiar capacity using great weapon master. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Good. Um, and yep. So attack number one. I love that we all have. So Ali gave us more feats than we thought we we could ever have in life, and <laughs> we got we got to multi-class a lot. So it's so much fun, like. <laughs> working out what we're going to do. <laughs> Absolutely. It's really good. Oh, it's a really good idea. So 
Sorry, guys, I'm just trying to keep this in my mind while Go I'm doing it. it. Um, that's a 25 for the first Good attack. Uh, hits. Second attack will be a um, 17, at least a 19, because of the 2d4. Cool. So this, these will both have 10 added to them. Um, so that's another 27. And um, another 11. I'm also going to Divine Smite. Um, so another 21. So 27 plus 21, whatever I had before. Um, 47, uh, 48, and then Divine Smite, um, which is... This is ludicrous. This is, this is ridiculous, yeah. So many things I can do. Um, <laughs> yep, so 2d8 using one spell slot. I'm going to use... Yeah, 2d8, cool. Um, and it's not a... Um, Undead or a fiend, I'm assuming. Mm, no. Cool. Um, so that's um, another eight points of damage. And then for my bonus action, I'm going to attack with the pommel. Um, and again, <laughs> using great rep, great rep and master. Um, so that will be a 23 to hit, plus 10. Um, and that is, I hope someone's tracking this because I'm certainly not. Hang on, plus 10. So plus 10 onto the previous. No, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be plus 10 on this, uh, but for D4. Yeah. And I'm also going to Divine Smite again. Uh, um, David, um, it was dead. It was dead 200 no... damage ago. Yeah, it was <laughs> like overkill. So. In, which case, in which case, just one Divine Smite. And yeah, then, it's up so, to you. Slashing the absolute shit out of him with this elaborate cutter, just death by a thousand cuts. Cutting off one arm, then the other arm, and then ending with a um, a pommel to the neck. Um, oh, nice. Just staring into the eyes at the surprise. I uh, like, you have the honor to meet Le Comte Egington. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've never had means fish, but just on, maybe you can surprise me. Um, just as- all of a sudden just turns and stares at dinner. <laughs> Yeah. Hello. <laughs> and hey, I, I regained six HP. Not that I've lost any, but hey, I feel slightly happier. <laughs> As the uh, body of Dante falls to the ground, and I'll Dante... use my movement to oh, um, yes. to close in to uh, Cecile with uh, with all the others, just kind of like. Did anyone see that? <laughs> uh, I was a little bit busy, Quinton. Did you outdo me again? <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Beautiful. Um, thank you. Um, next one is Dante, who is oh. dead. Oh, shot. Rip. That, yeah, that, that just didn't even... Just Just, just on. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm going to go for the same again just because it, it worked last time. Let's go. Mm. Um, so advantage on all these hits because it is stunned. Mm-hmm. Uh, first to hit, uh, that would be a 23. Second to hit is not as good, 19. Uh, both hit. Okay. Um, cool. So first, uh, first damage that I get, I get my sneak attack as well. Mm-hmm. Is uh, this against Cecile or Sebastian? Oh yeah. I'm gonna leave Sebastian. I feel sorry for Sebastian. <laughs> but you they get advantage against all attacks. I feel like you're just gonna throw him 
throw him to the into yeah, the pot. The that, that's yeah. what we're eating later. Um, so <laughs> we have got uh, um, nine points of damage plus eight, which is a number. Seventeen. Thank you, thank you, Ed. Mm-hmm. Uh, second to hit. Um, the damage is sixteen. Mm-hmm. I will then bonus action. Uh, Flurry of blows. Mm-hmm. Using one key point. Um, <laughs> At 12 to hit, probably not as good. <laughs> uh, 27 on the second, though. I prefer that one. Um, not much damage here. Eight points of damage. Uh, so I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna fire twice. I do have the gunner feet, so I'm, I can be right up to it and uh, yes. not have the disadvantage there. Um, fire into it twice. You take that, yeah, filthy Cecile. Um, and then I'm just gonna punch it twice with my other, with my other. Boof, boof. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, um, that's it. The uh, the face is up in there like because it's large so probably you instead like kick the um the fore leg or like the front part of the leg which is really I'll, I'll kick a shin that's fine yeah, the I'll shin. Do that. <laughs> shin kicker exactly um, not above that Cecile would cry and scratch oh. but she is stunned sorry babes who, who did that somebody next awesome <laughs> next one is Sebastian who is going to polymorph Cecile. <gasps> what? And now let me see how this. Um, I never polymorph anyone. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. This is a. This is a. Sebastian, you will lose concentration. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. CR. I didn't expect this to come to this. So fast. So fast. Turns into a whale that smashes through the decks, killing us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all die. The end. Yes. You want a white whale? I'll give you a white whale. <laughs> Don't give the DM ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Don't be a Moby Dick. Deal. <laughs> yes. Deal is, it's just a challenge by, um, so I have the Brontosaurus, the giant crocodile, the giant shark or the triceratops. That's all awesome. I will go for the brontosaur because the seals wants to be up in the air. So, give me a second. That's practically bigger than the ship. Cecile is so rude. Uh, that is that is huge. I sense I sense the timbers are creaking. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh wait. The end of beyond. The end of beyond. I mean, just throw a T Rex at us. We don't. <laughs> I wanted to bring, but it's not there. Is this is this a mechanical brontosaurus or is it a real one? <laughs> no, it's a real one. Okay. It, so it has like. Yeah, it's gone. This ship's already on a bit of a tilt, right? Mm. So. Mm. Could, we could be going over due to the brontosaurus, um, whatever it's called. I have slow fall, but it's not going to be much help. Yeah, it's no, not yeah. going to be much help if you fall into the infinite <laughs> void. Uh, yeah, I get him. Uh, we luckily we can uh, we can untie our ship from the other one, right? We can, hmm, we just with a slash of. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. Good to good to know. Also, this rather large creature is still stunned. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's expression of a anyway, stunned so brontosaurus. Was, uh, Sebastian's 
action and they cannot use bonus action because Cecile is still stunned. Mm -hmm. And that's the turn, which means <gasps> finally someone that you still haven't seen or you have heard before is going to make few attacks here. A few? Yes. No. Well, two. That's not bad. Uh, behind uh, Vavasaur, this goes to you. 16 and 23 to hit. Ooh, are, they, okay. are they melee attacks? No. One hit, the tw uh, did it, was it 23 and 16? Yes. So 23 hits, 16 done. Uh, as somebody uh, attacks you with a crossbow, actually. Pew, pew, pew. Okay. Uh, you feel one ball going through one of uh, on your side, and you take 16 points. Oh, okay. Yes. It's quite rough. Um, Who is that? So a second effect, which is a sneak attack for 23 points of damage. Ouch. So that's 23 in addition? Yes. Wow. Okay, yeah, that hurts. And that is Linda's turn, which takes us to when. Linda. Linda sounds like a bitch. What a mm. bitch. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that having a brontosaurus uh, move around sounds like a super great idea. So either uh, we're going to try and kill her as a brontosaurus right now, or just hope that we can just keep her stunned. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try that. Uh, so so um, <laughs> ideally, I have not been squashed as she polymorphs into this brontosaurus, uh, but I'm just gonna raise my my short sword and I am just gonna jab it into one of her feet. Um, <laughs> giant, yes, <laughs> giant brontosaurus feet. Uh, I would say you are underneath Cecile. Okay, well then screw it, not her foot. I'm just gonna go straight up into her belly. Yeah, belly I guess belly. it depends on how tall she is, uh, but I would I would like to. Um, and I have advantage, which is good. So mm. no, it doesn't, does not matter. Uh, Cause apparently I cannot, you know what it is? You know what it is? I'm too short. So I oh. go to try and stab into her belly. Cause I think that'll be really cool. And I just, I miss with the first uh, the first attack. But you know what, that's okay because I have another one. So now we're gonna go and we're gonna aim for her leg because uh, it's a little bit further away, but you know what, I'm, I'm hopefully I can actually reach it. Uh, at least that's what I tell myself. Cousin <laughs> tendon. There we go. Uh, so a 24, 24, 24. hits. Yeah, maybe? Uh, yeah, actually, maybe, what maybe. was the first roll? Uh, the first one was an 11. Oh, not quite. Um, the second one hits. Great. Uh, so with that, let's see, we're going to go do, do, do. That is 11 damage uh, from that plus the sneak attack uh, because it it's the first one that actually hit. Uh, and then it is apologies because i have to find it uh we're gonna go with whales from the grave again because it is immediately after sneak attack damage and that is a 1d8 nope sorry 1d6 want to make sure i get it right uh so cecile and sebastian actually take five necrotic damage 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to spend a key point and I'm just going to use Flurry of Blows and I'm just going to punch her in her stupid leg. Before that, <laughs> before okay, that, so before that resolves, Sebastian will need to make a con save on the polymorph. Yes, let me do that first. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Nah, I roll a five. <laughs> I mean, I just needed a ten, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. as Sebastian keeps having more grace on the bear, that is just unacceptable, right? <laughs> unacceptable. And Cecile goes back to what she was. And I would say, um, Sebastian needs to take some um, falling damage. Oh, I like that. Mm. Or, uh, 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 uh. Sorry, it's a rules lawyer. No, it's good, man. To be honest, in a game like this, we need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> keep on track. I think, yeah, yeah if anyone's going to keep track of all the damn rules, it's going to be... Nice. Uh, you're going to hit actual Cecile, who is still... Stunned. Nice. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Uh, ooh, that's right. I was going to. Uh, I was going to keep her stunned because I'd like to keep her stunned. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I now that she's herself again. Uh, yeah. I would like to to use my key point for stunning strike instead of flurry of blows. Mm-hmm. I think that's a. I think that's a okay. better call because I don't like her four scythe arms. Nope. I don't think Jack's liked him either, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she's stunned again. Uh, well, uh, assuming assuming she can uh, fail a con save at DC fifteen. DC fifteen. Yes. Uh, Cecile, big money, big money, big money. <laughs> Twenty five. Silvery yeah. bobs. Silvery ah. bobs. The fox are coming out again. Silvery. Pew pew, Cecile. Sounds like Cecile might be forked. Totally <laughs> <laughs> forked. <laughs> Big money, big money. Another 25. And wow. Still's a nasty. Rude. Whatever she is. Yes. Well, fine. Um, um, and I'll give the advantage to Jax. Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, anything else? When? Nope. That's it. Uh, next one is Vavasaur. Right. So, Cecile still is stunned. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she no, is. no, no, right, right. Okay, so in which case, hang on, where's the thing gone? Um, yes, so my plan is to uh cast um Tasha's hideous laughter <laughs> on Cecile. Okay, um, now, oh god, I've got to think of a joke as Vavasaur. Um, oh god, <laughs> uh. Does anyone know any jokes about dinosaurs? So, something Saurus. It's time Possibly. to make you extinct. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's time to make you extinct. That works very well. And that um, is a wisdom? Yes. Uh, it's wisdom 15, uh, DC 15. I wondered if. This. Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian also had silvery bars, but not good at this. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, Cecile, wisdom five. Yes. Okay. So what that means is, um, uh, I don't think you actually get any damage, but um, uh, Cecile is a she. Sorry, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she finds the joke so funny, um, falls into fits of laughter. The target um, uh, falls prone, becomes incapacitated, unable to stand up for the duration, which is uh, a minute as long as I can keep concentrating. When can I do the reroll? At the end of my turn or at the uh, at the end of each of its turn. So yeah, so each time it's yours, you can make the, the wisdom saving throw again. Yeah. Is it broken well, on damage, Ed? Um, uh, the target has advantage on the saving throw it, if it's triggered by damage. So I think if you are damaged, you then get to take it again at advantage. Yes. Yeah. Sebastian is a little bit great. in panic. I bet. It was entirely intentional. Couple more greys, though. I think they, I think the greys might be going all over now. Yeah, but that's not from the necrotic damage. That's just from the stress. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea you were so funny. You should do stand up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that brings us to the end of second round. And now we're going on uh, initiative count 20, mm-hmm. which is then again the eye. And the eye is like. And. The eye moves away from the um, sorry uh, from the room, mm. and it starts going up to one of those um, cracks in the sky, and it doesn't have to go that far away to pop out. Let's say, and it broadcasts the universe, and I guess at this point is we can say that. This creature is a multiplanar traveler, or mm. whatever you want to call it. And I know physically you may not be able to see planes just to all together, but the sensors allow you to see all the planes at the same time in that sort of projection. And they come back and say, You've been trapped for centuries. Your leaders, or whatever they might call, themselves uh they a long time ago they thought of protecting this plane from creatures like me <laughs> and they created this beautiful shell but at the same time they've been cutting magic possibility destiny if you want and few tentacles appear behind if one of you and i know for one item might be a little bit need of consent but the tentacles touches your magic items and as the tentacles touches your magic items uh, the items they don't get destroyed but they sort of they are part away from all the parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, sort of shows you all the parts. And inside there is a little piece of jade, Hmm. green, and they say, That is not a battery. You've been told so right. That is a suppressor. That is the cutting on your potential that it's been keeping it's safe for them, not for you. And, well, it's time to finish that. I'm here to open this plane. Yes, to the good 
to the bad, but you have a chance. Well, actually, you don't have much of a chance. I mean, I'm gonna come anyways, either you kill my lieutenants or not. I'm gonna come back. But you can come with me if you decide so. And uh, the items sort of reform into uh, what they originally are. Wow. I mean, tell me, what do you prefer? War is gonna come to your world. You can face me, but you're gonna lose anyways. You can come with me, and you can help me destroy this world. One more beautiful will um, rise from the ashes. Vavasor comes running towards. With you! I'm with you! I'm with you! Do you need a cook? I mean, I've I've always felt a connection to the the, the other planes, even though obviously it's not really. A, I mean, I mean, I I, I look at Jax because obviously I've been with him for so long, and I know that he's had the same sensitivities. But I just I just start emphatically nodding, mm. like I'm at. This sounds. This is this is great. <laughs> we have a, a question. Um, if we come with you, will our magic items cease to function? Don't worry about them. There is more out there. I was just born a very sickly baby, and without this belt, I'd be kind of fucked by the weight of my own armor. <laughs> so I was terrified for a minute there. <laughs> Could I? I guess. Uh, sorry, sorry, David. Go. Ahead. So, uh, so uh, just like um, I guess. Uh, Though I would like to come with you for the honor of my house, uh, we have to fight, even though I know we cannot win, but um, I respect everyone's decision. Could I just insight check? Oh, nice. That's a really good idea. This god. I'd like to insight check this god, please. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Please. Uh, my insight is plus zero. Just throwing that one up. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> who's been sensible has An no actual, advantage in this. Attack. Destin, actual gods plus twenty modifiers on everything. Just yeah. <laughs> not a six. It was worth, it was a good idea. Yeah. I have a plus um, eleven on insight, and it did not dawn on me that I maybe no. should have rolled that. <laughs> uh, you you being on the trade or activities adjacent to the trade and you know when someone is negotiating mm-hmm. knowing that they have the upper hand mm. well i mean yeah uh for what it's worth i think they're telling the truth um you know i don't really know for a certain but they could be telling the truth they could be lying to us i have no idea but i'm gonna go that way it's an adventure let's go um, this is all a little bit above my pay grade. If I'm going, I'm killing these things that attacked me first. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> my friends, we are literally talking about something that wants to destroy anything and everything we have ever known or dear. We are talking about being complicit in the destruction of our, our friends, our families, our loved ones. For me, Nespa is um, not something I can live with just for the sake of um, expediency. Perhaps uh, fighting this war will be a, an adventure unto itself, or at least we can give people a fair warning 
that would be more fun for you, no? <laughs> I am a slave. I was born of slaves. The only way I've escaped being a slave is being here with you. I want to keep going and adventuring with you. And I think this is the best adventure. I have no, I have no um, uh, good feelings about this world. If this world gets destroyed, let's try and make a new world. Let's try and make a better world with the help of a god. And we could be helped I'm... by a god and be helping a god. Just hands on the shoulder. You have always been a friend to me, no? But I respect your opinion. I, you know, you, you may have friends and family here, but my friends and family are... Us. Us. Mm. I... I can't say that I understand. Um, I, I mean, I, I guess I, if, if you if you decide not to, I have to respect it. But I, I I don't hold any ties to this world. And if there's something greater out there, then I'm all for finding it. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that I I agree with with Gwen. I do see your point of view, Quinton, but. You know what? Sorry, and I'm just going to attack the person. <laughs> Steal on the floor. I'm like, this is too much of me. I <laughs> nice. I mean, well, Jack, just, you know, hold on. So it feels like we've been tested and it feels like we've passed the test. And I see an opportunity in front of us and I think we should grab it. Quentin, if you want to stay here, I understand. That's up to you. Um, I do not want to I stay. I want to come with you. I want to share in the adventure. My family has turned their back on me. Society has turned their b- its back on me. But um, a fair fight—that is all. I am. I'm bound by duty, honor. You people, I love more than anyone in the world. You have always been good to me. I've always tried to be good to you. But in this moment, sometimes the hardest thing and the right thing are the same. No. Mm. As you are having this moment, uh, the eye is ascending slowly and focus on the lieutenants and says like, and there is some sort of dispel magic happening on top of uh, Sebastian and Cecile. And if you turn your head up in the air, there is a winged tiefling aiming at you and they um the blessing as well sort of uh, dispels and the platform that was um stopping the rain sort of descends and as i told you um i'm inevitable damn it that's trademark right um i i will come back anyways and this little crack will tell other gods. Sorry, will tell the gods. Demons. Things will start coming. <laughs> it might not be me, but this will go down. I'm still coming with you. I'm going to jump up onto the. If if it's possible to, I will jump up onto the um, the circle, the the, the thing. Um, and I presume. Oh, it's still Greece. No, Greece is gone. I'm just letting you know. Okay, Greece fine. is definitely <laughs> gone. Um, but yeah, if it, so, I'm and I will uh, walk into the center of it, uh, expecting there to be a, a summoning circle or something that I can go through. 
Uh, anything else goes up. Anyone else? Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, we're entering into the wrapping up of this, so we're gonna have um, two separate endings. And okay. um, as the platform elevates to the cracking sky up in the air, Kantan, um, Jax, I imagine you will finish those creatures. And oh, yes. I have a I have an ending in mind whenever's appropriate. Just let is, me know. Is, is Jax not coming with us, or is Jax? Are you staying with Quentin? Oh, I'm killing these things, and then I'm coming with Gwen. Oh, oh but that's okay. Uh, mm, okay. Uh, uh, probably went through uh, a rope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. We can. Let's say we can. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And um, so uh, you kill the creatures, and as Jax goes up, David. So can I still see the eye? Yes. I wish you all the best of luck, but I do not wish to stay to see the world's destruction. And you, perhaps you are unstoppable, perhaps you are inevitable, perhaps you are any number of synonyms. But though you may take our lives and you may destroy our world, you cannot remove the freedom of choice, n'est-ce pas? So, and walking up to the, um, the, the, the ship rail and just looking up at the others. On your conscience be it, what will be will be, but inside we are always free. Spreading his arms wide, he allows himself to fall backwards oh. into the great beyond. Wow. Perhaps the safest choice out of everybody's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, as so then we have three finales as Kantan's uh, body disappears in the endless fall. Um, you four elevate and cross that little shell and you can see your little world sort of covered by a veil and the eye says, Well, we have work to do. It's not urgent, but first, let me show you. And the platform encloses you and opens again. And then you find yourself in something that we're gonna call Theros, maybe. Or something <laughs> that is easy to identify. And not necessarily Theros, but something that is easy to identify. Yes. And as the eyes start explaining what this place is, any last words? This is ridiculous. I'll take Jax's hand because, you know, he's he's mm. my guy. He's he's my buddy. And I'll just give it a big old squeeze and then just kind of like nudge him a little bit. And as he looks at me, I'll just say, this is what we felt our whole lives. And I'm so, <laughs> I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm so happy that you decided to come along. I, I, I don't know if I could do this without you. I wouldn't be able to live in the other place without you. I follow you. This? I think Justine will just be looking around, trying to see 
would there be any trees with fresh produce growing on them? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so that's what it's like. What it's really meant to be like. It's going to be good. I'm excited. And I'm going to make my way to some of the trees and start picking the, the camera fruit. pans out, zooms out, and we have another ending. <laughs> Your captain made the way back to the city with a cargo. They delivered the cargo and as they are receiving the money, um, the king personally asked if there was any other survivor. Uh, they said that unfortunately no. And the king says, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll thank you. This is, uh, thank you for being uh, of the service of the empire. They turn around and as they turn around and assassin assassinates your captain and something that looks like a magician, a wizard or some sort of caster takes the cargo to a secret chamber to do who knows. And that is the end of oh, our adventure. Got Thank a coder for you, much, everyone. That was so good. Hey. Wow. It's got a su super quick coder for you. Um, just as the the post credits scene, just uh, Kantan falling into eternal nothingness, softly singing, "No regret." No, no Post credits, uh, yeah. voice off, and then the, the singing, and then just, <laughs> I love it. Brilliant. Um, whew, thank you, everybody, for joining us in that, whatever that was, on tonight's <laughs> show of this cracking sky. Uh, if you enjoyed tonight, we play every Monday and Tuesday at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., roughly, uh, BST. And on Fridays, we have our talking show, which is uh, Talking is a Free Action at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., roughly, um, BST. All of our shows are streamed at Twitch tv slash roll together rpg and you can find all of our content archive at youtube.com slash roll together rpg there are also podcast version of all our shows available everywhere search for roll together rpg massive massive thank you to our d20 club on patreon they are amazing amazing uh, you can join us for uh one dollar one pound one gold piece uh, they also have a wiki, so please check the links in the chat. And um, big thank you for uh, to all of our sponsors and supporters. Don't forget, we are all over social media as Road Together RPG. Follow, like, subscribe, etc., etc. Thank you for watching. Bye. 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 Bye.